This is Tony from Restraint, and you're listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. goes first one oh, oh you get yeah. a prize for that murph he was murph. waiting he's a prize awesome, awesome. yep I'm glad someone likes us we got one person watching us that's good that's so great hi murph <laughs> sonny what the hell what were you talking about what what i'm, I'm confused there's too much going on here with i was messing with you oh god for it you on the spreadsheet i thought you were serious no, I'm like, oh, oh man, cell A5 yeah. is very important. Oh my it's god, protected. Don't erase the formula. Oh, I can't wait to break down numbers. Oh, <laughs> Zeus, look who joined us. Uh, I can't see shit. Oh, you can't. Well, I'm, I'm doing the sharing, Tom. Oh, it's Jack Pinocchio. Oh, I don't have oh, the music. No, we can't. We're, we're live streaming, Jack. So we can't do the music. Sorry for you. Sorry, but Jack, where are you right now? Are you are you in uh, are you in Australia? Where are you? I, I know, know it's eight today, so yeah. That's crazy. Bill Sharp's yeah. here. Are we gonna talk to any of these people? Or are we just sitting here. I know we're gonna everybody. I was trying to share it too. <laughs> Well, anyways, I'm glad everybody's here. That is here uh, tonight. We had uh, we did an episode a couple of weeks back where we re- we talked about the ep- uh, uh, the ten albums we reviewed. Obviously, these albums aren't in order, and uh, we started it up, and we had a great time doing it. It was fascinating. At least we find it fascinating. Anytime we're doing rankings and lists, is always fascinating. Yep. And so then the following week, we did our Kiss Jeopardy episode and before we got into it we started talking about this list with steve from potter than hell sunny from Fifteen Thousand podcast and what happened is i found the conversation going so well that i'm like thinking to myself right off the top and i'm texting tom like we need to get this on a live cast this needs just to be you know a natural you know um discussion that we could just do on a live cast and organic and let it go. And uh, here we are. Yeah. And never mind. We were already recording something while you were thinking all that. So his attention was in two separate places. Well, it yeah, was I funny. Know. No, like, it, like, but, like now, but Zeus is right. Like that. So when we, we had you guys on for the, uh, uh, by the way, hello, everybody, Brad, uh, Matt Porter. Thank you. Hello. Uh, Tony. Sm- oh God. Tony Smith is here. We're in trouble now. Um, Tony. But no, but like Zeus said, like at, at the beginning of the um, the Jeopardy episode, we always do like 
like previous episodes. So we started talking about that. And then we started getting your guys feedback on those albums and Zeus and I, like we said, after, even after we started recording, like, okay, this could be a live stream. Cause this could be a discussion that we could just go all over the place. And especially with interaction from people watching and uh, hearing everybody's horrible opinions. So that's always, that's always a good time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you guys oh. want to introduce yourselves or something? Or are we uh, just going to assume everyone knows who you are? Cause you guys are superstars. Go ahead, There's, righty. They're superstars. Hey guys, uh, Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell podcast. Uh, you guys have seen me before on here. Uh, I did the Jeopardy episode with these three bozos here. Came in yep. second, by the way. Came in second. Um, hi, 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 everybody out there. And yeah, Matt Porter, cool. I got that. Peter signed it too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Jeremy Harper wants to know if that's a Prince guitar behind behind uh, Sonny. And that is that is a cloud guitar. Um, you can. There was a short period of time where you could get them from the Prince Estate. I got it. I got mine before that. But um, yep. Hi, I'm Sonny. Podcast Rock. <laughs> growing up rock. Hello. I'm, I'm the uh, guy who came up with all the stupid questions that uh, Tommy keeps losing on. Hey, Ooh. I'm proud. I'm proud to be a back to back zero. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't. Uh, I'll take that. So. By the way, Murph jumped in and said, "Great shirt." So this shirt, I'm wearing it in honor of the of the live stream because we did Paul and Gene's album. But Murph bought me this shirt maybe 25 years ago, and the fact that I still have it, it's still in good shape. So I wore it for two reasons. Where did he get it? I have no idea. He gave it to me. He gave this to me ages ago, like forever ago. Yeah, is that so, just Gene and Paul? No, no, no! It's uh, it's oh, okay. everybody, and then yeah. on the and then on the back it says "Kiss" and the big logo on the back. He can't show you the back because he's got it cut, so it still fits him. Hey, come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> An old old funeral home trick. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh God. Yeah, and uh, we were saying this. You were asking me, Tom, about this shirt. Yes, uh, I think I got it at the end of the road when I was with Murph. Uh, yep. outside one of the vendors, hey man, hey man, kiss shirt, kiss shirt, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, right? Because yep. it's a camouflage, and I think the it's already fading after I washed it once. Oh, yeah, those 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 duffel bag parking lot shirts, they look awesome, and then you wash them once, and then the next thing you know, you're doing dishes with them usually. So <laughs> you hope they're coming although, from I, the duffel bag. Although I did get a I did get an awesome one when we went to the the um Freedom to Rock show in Worcester. There was a guy selling one. They, the thing was beautiful. The graphic on the front was terrific. Graphics on the back were awesome, but it was funny because the graphic on the back had you know this like awesome like print with the dates and the cities, but it had Paul, Gene, Ace, and Peter on the back of the shirt. And then the front of the shirt had the band doing like the freedom to rock, you know, the draped in the American flag, like that graphic that they had. So I was like, oh, hey, for 10 bucks and a duffel duffel bag parking lot shirt, I'll take it. And that one hasn't fallen. That one hasn't fallen apart yet. Yeah, I have one from one of one of those bootleg shirts that I picked up and it has uh, like the kiss now on there, Tommy and and Eric. And it has Ace and Peter's signatures like. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Matt Porter just said we should all be in Nashville this weekend for Rockin' Pod. Yeah, I know a lot of people are big fans of that, unfortunately. Yeah, that'd be this weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, everything's canceled, including Rockin' Pod. So I guess uh, I guess you can come here and hang out with us. Yeah. It's not Rockin' Pod, but, you know. We are Rockin'. The duffel bag shirts. I never end up getting one because I'm all like, hey, dude, you got 5X? He's like, <laughs> 5X? I'm like, hey, you got 5X? Because no, then what good are you? And I walk away. 
That's several other podcasters. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not going to say several. I didn't say one. Stop the show. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so what are we doing? What are we getting into? Where do we start? Well, we were going to – I was trying to share this because one of us here is technologically impaired. He doesn't know how to share, so I just shared it, uh, yours, Steve, on your own. Oh, I shared it too. I was able to do it. But thank you, Steve, though. Steve, has, Steve has Facebook on his jitterbug phone, so he knows. He, he know. Yeah, he knows how to use it. It's my Firefly phone. Flip, <laughs> <laughs> fucking MySpace on his sidekick. <laughs> sidekick or the LG rumor. <laughs> oh well. Um, oh boy. With the Tuca hat. This isn't a Tuca hat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, so we want to discuss the albums that we've already reviewed. Uh, we're not going to get into crazy math. I know Tom would have a fucking heart attack if we start. You want to do numbers, Tom? Let's do, numbers. Let's do numbers. <laughs> well, no, there's a, actually, there's a couple numbers that, I, that we do want to look at, especially like everybody's top 20, like combined. I know Sonny yeah, and Steve yeah, rank yeah. their top 20. So, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And so what we wanted to do is just go back and review the albums. And, you know, being that it's Shout Out Loudcast, we, we sometimes we're prepared better than other times. Today, I was thinking, do you want to go through each album as we review them or each album as they are chronologically and then go where we rank the songs and what we think about each album? Or do you just want to go to album covers discuss what the best album cover is because that's the let's go from worst to best which one what album covers yeah i think that's the do least, it let's go that's the least um I okay. don't know, interesting controversial one. yeah okay. i guess um so we obviously had our album covers review yeah um, tom and i'm looking at sunny was kind enough to take everybody's reviews add theirs and get a combined score Yep, I'm looking at that oh, as well. Yeah, just yep. to let everybody know, these are the albums we've reviewed so far. Kiss, the debut album. Dress to Kill, Rock and Roll Over. Gene Simmons. From Kiss. <laughs> Paul Stanley. Unmasked. Animalized. Asylum. Hot in the Shade. And Psycho Circus. Oh, boo. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go through everybody's rankings or do you want to just come up with the consensus and just say how we rank them all combined? We're talk- so we're talking album covers here. So the combined, uh, the four of us combined, our, our aggregate rankings of album cover quality. Yeah. Is so Asylum comes in last. Okay. Um, no. Yeah. Really? No. No, I'm looking yeah, at I'm, Sonny. Why don't you read it? Because you wrote this. I have you, it right here. I have it right. I'm, I'm I'm looking at it right here. Total combined rank, all four album cover rankings. Yeah, yeah. animalizes last. <laughs> I'm looking for a album. Oh shit! You're right. No, animalizes last, and then there's two that are tied. Uh, then there's a couple that are tied. I'm sorry. You're right. So animalizes last, then Asylum, then um, Hot in the Shade. Then Psycho Circus and Unmasked are tied. Then you got Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons from Kiss, 
Kiss debut, Dress to Kill, and Rock and Roll. R- rock and Roll Over and Dress to Kill. D- rock and Roll Over is number one. Ver- dress to Kill and Kiss are kind of right there to it. So that's the that's the top ten, four of us combined. Al- All right, let's, go to the, let's, let's start at the bottom. You guys, I mean, it's quite obvious, right? Animalize is the worst fucking Kiss album, at least of these ten. All four I, of us agreed. That was the only one we agreed on. Right. That was the one, that was yeah. the one that scored that scored a perfect ten because we all had it. I think tenth. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Is there any way that was it difficult for anybody to pick no. that as last? No. no. Yeah. Not and I've said so. and I've said before too that to me that I know that they weren't they weren't wearing makeup obviously but that was a missed opportunity for the band because they could have kind of like with kind of like with the asyl- asylum cover and we'll get to that. The yeah, I think I think been I, the front. Say that again, Steve. The back cover should have been the front of Animalized. That would have been cool. Is that well, the one where Paul has the huge yes, afro? Yes, because yes. Because like the background looks like part of his hair, dude. Like Paul Stanley, dude. That Paul Stanley looks like my sister in high school in the back of that album cover. Okay, like I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Steve's holding it up right now. I mean, come on. He makes Eric Carr's hair look small. And the funny thing about it is they're standing there in open flame. So I want to know how far he is away from that. (laughs) Eric looks really good in that photo, though, dude. You got to admit that. Does he? Steve, hold it up again. Eric looks really good in that photo. Yeah, he does. He he looks kind of. He looks high. And having that. He's the only. He's like the most normal looking one in that picture. There you go. There you go. Normal, good looking man. Yep. It's a little short and a huge hair, but. Yeah. He's normal. He's not like what? Put that one up one more time, Steve, please. Cucamonga hairdo. What the fuck is that? It's so bad. Tony Smith says it's pandemic poodle hair. Matt Matt Porter said Matt Porter says rock and roll the best cover of all time. I, that's that's a consensus among a lot of Kiss fans. But that is just and Steve, Stephen Wood goes. It looks like Mark St. John is photobombing that picture. <laughs> Jack wants to know if your sister's chest is that hairy. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not sure about that. I don't know, but I do know about the hair on the head. That's all I can vouch for. I'm sorry. Oh That's all. God. All right, guys. The, the other one I want to say, the next one worst is Asylum. Now, it's an interesting conversation because me and Tom talked about this. Yep. I, for one, think I like Asylum because I think it's different. It's It signifies that era. And you can pin it out and be like, okay, yep, that's the 85. That's the glam look. They really went over the top. And they did an album like that. Yeah, so the- I think it's different. It's not, I don't know. I, I just, I'll give it that credence that it's, at least they did something. And they got creative with the four different colors on the lipstick and try to, you know, foreshadowing the colors with other band members. Well, at we, least the we, band's on there. Yeah, we said that, Zeus, when we when we did the Asylum review. Can you imagine in, in, this, in this day and age with social media, if... Kiss released that album with Bruce having Ace's color and Eric having Peter's color. You know, in, in 1985, it, it raised some eyebrows, but but now with the toxicity of social media, people would have lost their mind. But that being said, I think I think like Steve, Steve, hold up the back cover again. Uh, by the way, I love Steve with the visual aids tonight. Thanks yeah, I have all the actually the, all the Kiss records are like right there. That's so perfect. No, that's in. perfect. Because that that's a that's a cool cover because it looks it looks it it looks eighty five it looks like but it's of the era I'm not saying it's great but it's of the era I don't uh, know 
It's better I, than a blue I just thong. Rather, I'd rather have a real picture, though. Do we I need agree. to have like Paul's chest hair drawn in and is Kim Possible showing? Like, I come on. Like, that's, but I think that's that I, I think they said Paul said something about like the motel. No, it's actually it's Gene's chest hair gr- throw, uh, Yeah, yeah not even. Oh, oh, sorry, his stomach hair. <laughs> oh, okay. I flavor saver. Because it was like, because it, it was new. It was new wave. You had like the, you know, you had the Go Go's. You had Duran Duran. You had, you know, the like. And Paul, I think, made a reference to the motel. So it was like that. It wasn't like it was like an altered photograph. It was like an artsy photo type of thing. But I, I but it was of the time. I don't like exactly. it. As, I don't like That's it. Why I enjoy it because. It signifies an era. Yeah, that's why I, see, I, I think see. it's a little bit original, you know. Yeah, I see what you, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so then you know you really get into you either like the image or you don't. Hot in the shade with the um, the Sphinx, and then you got really Psycho Circus. I, that's what the yeah. next two worst ones rank. The hot, hot in the shade thing. Think. Yeah, the hot in the shade thing. Uh, you know, it's not great, but I think. Again, it's of the time. It's it's eighty nine, ninety. You know, came out in eighty nine. It's it's like a cool. You know, it's the Sphinx wearing the sunglasses, the postage stamp. You know, like it's a postcard. You know, I don't have a problem with it. I, you know, I think I'm not saying that it's a great picture, but I think the back cover could have been the front cover. Steve, if you flip that around, I think that's a great picture. I think that. Yeah, I think that you know they're all wearing sunglasses. You know, they're all kind of like dressed. You know, like that. You know. I don't know. And it's blue. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Love that. Yep. <laughs> I um I like the picture. The band looks normal. Uh it just it, show that back cover one more time. Paul Bruce flexing in the fucking Paul Bruce, Bruce in his fucking hey <laughs> into his Saturday Night Live skit. Like the fonts. <laughs> he looks like the fonts there. Yeah, and it's you know, not it's it, I, I don't mind I don't mind that cover. You know, at least the thing I don't mind about the cover is at least it's they tried to be kind of catchy with the title and the cover art, you know. Yeah, um, and Paul and, in his bicep. Yeah. Oh. Brad Brad Rustoven says the 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 hot in the shade cover gave us one of their greatest stage props ever. Th- that is undeniable. You're right. That Lee, Lee on the that Lee on the Sphinx. Um so hold on a sec. Let's get a couple let's look at some of the comments from people. Um let's see. Matt Porter uh, Matt Porter had a good one about uh Dynasty, if you if you just tilted it, yeah, if you turn Asylum a little bit to the left, it's pretty much the Dynasty cover. Asylum, yeah, a non makeup Dynasty cover. Okay, exactly. That's why I liked it. Yep, Jeremy Harper, love the Asylum cover. The colors are a tip of the hat to the solo albums. Um, Aaron Martell says, yeah, but what if that era blows? <laughs> uh, Jack Broad says the Asylum cover isn't that bad. I don't get all the hate for it. Um, there you go, Jack. Yep, Murph says tricep flex by Paul. Um, Jack Pinocchio says they look like the guys that would sell you a bootleg Kiss shirt after a show. (laughs) No, they don't. Not the ones we get. Not the the ones we've seen. I don't know. The ones I've seen at Oakland Coliseum. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. So <laughs> no. what's what 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 do we got next after uh, Hot in the Shade? We got um we got your favorite, your but favorite see, album, Tom. But see, the thing about Psycho Circus is there's a, there's I have the original CD, okay, that has like that lenticular cover. I, I love that. I and have it I in think a poster. That, I have it in a twenty by twenty right here. Right, and I think that's all because it goes to like the kiss with the curtains, and then you turn it, and it's the faces of like 
the carnival style. Like that is awesome. But the album, That's yeah, awesome. See, okay, like, so, so, all right, Steve, yeah, Steve's got it. Yeah, that that That's fucking terrible. I don't think it's. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. The reason I don't think it's... Can I explain why? Of course. So this is the reunion album of KISS. The original four are back. This is the album. Now, we obviously know later on that it's not really them. But that's the cover. Look at the iconic covers that we think of. The Dress to Kill, Destroyer, Love Gun. This is the best you can come up with your four original. Can you Steve, imagine how creative you could have been? Steve, hold that up again and turn it so you can see the faces. Like, I, if, if people, so if you can, so if it's like that with the screaming, glare. with the screaming clown and the four faces in front of like a carnival wagon, I don't think that's that bad. I th- I think it's it, it, it's it, it's representative of the of the title, you know, Psycho Circus. And I think it's I think it's creative. I, th- the thing with this album cover is it's creative. They were trying to do something eye catching and topical. So that's why I don't I don't mind it. You don't need a gimmick for the reunion of Kiss. I see what you're saying. You need to put again. Think about the opportunity that was missed. Think of the covers of Destroyer Dynasty. Love gun, rock and roll over, dress to kill. But it's 20 years later. You couldn't come up or get an artist with a better design than let's put a fucking clown on the cover of a Kiss album. I mean, come on. They could have like had them busting out of like a circus tent or something like that. Circus shit in this old psycho circus shit fucking pisses me off never mind with that fucking horrible song that paul shoves down our throat and says it's a classic and it's not but it's just fucking ridiculous you got original kiss back together and you want to come up with a theme like a new thing oh now we're in a psycho circus Ooh. okay so I'm a couple, lion couple, tamer Ooh. like couple, it's so stupid couple comments here so grim richly says zeus is correct it sucks Jack Jack says, do you dislike Psycho Circus because of the music or because it's 90% an album made by session artists? I don't care about that. I don't care who's playing the music. I, I the mute the album sucks because the music blows. There's a couple so there's a couple songs on there that are that are that are fun. Like I, I'm I admit it, I like I Pledge Allegiance, I like Raise Your Glasses. But the 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 title track is okay, but a lot of the rest of the stuff is like we are one is literally <laughs> literally one of the worst songs in the history of recorded music. I mean, it is embarrassing. Like it's, it's brutal. Um, I could not agree more. Matt, Matt Porter said if the psycho circus cover revealed the logo to a photo of the band, it would be better than illustrations. Okay. But I see what Zeus Zeus you're saying that they shouldn't have even went with a theme. Yeah, it's the original right. band is back together. Think of what you could have come up with. If you right. really put it out there to an artist, Hey, we've done Love Gun. We've done Rock and Roll Over. We've done this. What do you got for an image? If they didn't do that, that um, you wanted the best, you got the best. That could have been a great album title for for their comeback album. <laughs> Doesn't the song have to be better first? Yeah, the song. No, but that. Go ahead, Steve. You would, you would hope so, but it's. I mean, it's better than Psycho Circus because, like, what is. I don't know. Like, what the fuck is a psycho circus? Anyways. And, and, and the thing about within, the only thing about within I like is, is the chorus. The, the verses are just unlistenable. 
And then everybody knows about I Finally Found My Way. And Journey of a Thousand Years just goes nowhere. The song is horrible. Terrible. Into the Void is... Into the Void All is... Right, are we talking about album covers here? What are we doing? I, yeah, let's, let's, let's get the, we'll get to the albums later. Okay, but, I, just, I just think it's a missed opportunity. All right? I know what you said. It is. I know what Tom said, but I'm not sure I heard Sonny. Cover. I I don't mind the cover. Yeah. Just seeing them on Halloween, I don't mind the circus thing. I actually like the song Cycle Circus. There's some other songs on that album I don't like. Yeah. I like the whole thing where the faces come out. I like the back of that album cover. Mm -hmm. Um, We all pretty much had it ranked seventh out of these. Okay. It's not going to knock your stock off. I had it worse. But I don't need the Love Done Destroyer cover for sure. So tied with Psycho Circus, the next one is Unmasked. Everybody's got different opinions on this one. Zeus, what do you got for Unmasked? I, I had it low because I always thought it was stupid. Did you think uh, the cover was stupid, or did you not like that last panel where it says, I still think they stink? Like that That's what yeah, pisses a lot I, of people I, off. I don't know. I just think it's a cartoon. I thought it was silly. I just, yeah. especially, and I, I guess a lot of it also has to do with the fact that, you know, it's funny, when I got back into Kiss, and I was buying them because I don't remember Unmask. As a kid, I fell off before Unmask came out. So when I got back into Kiss with Asylum and stuff, I'm like, oh, Unmask, this must be the album where they don't have their makeup on. Right, right, right. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yep. Listen to pop music. It's just, I don't know. It's not a very good comic. I think maybe they were trying to capitalize that they're going to be comic book heroes or what. The storyline in the comic is nothing special. I just wasn't impressed. That's all. Steve, yeah. What do you, Steve, what do you think? The only reason that I ranked that above Animalize was that at least there was pictures of the band on the on the album. Yeah. The I still think they stink. It's just like stupid. It's absolutely freaking stupid. But um, I have a I had actually I should have wore that shirt. Actually, I have an unmasked shirt where it has this picture right with Eric Carr, but it was with Eric Carr underneath. I've like seen that. Taking that's it awesome. off, taking yeah. the and they take they take the Peter mask off, and it's Eric Carr. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But like that's the only reason that I rank that above Animalize is that like you could actually see the band on the cover, even though it is like a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Sonny, what about you? Yeah, I don't mind the cover. I ranked it sixth, um, but you got to remember where I'm coming in. So I'm coming in at Fast Kiss, right, eighty five. Yeah, and then I'm going backwards. I'm also loving some of the stuff that's on the top 40 charts in the mid eighties. So by the time I get to unmasked, it's kiss plus pop. Plus I was a huge comic book guy. So I didn't mind it and I didn't know all the stories yet. So, and I didn't care. And there was, you know, I wasn't super into kiss yet. It wasn't one of my favorite bands. Um, but I, I love the pop sensibility of the album. I like it better than destroyer. Some people hate that I say that, but I do because to me, they're more catchier melodies that could have been on the radio. Yeah. I I, came in speaking of talking to talking about just the album cover. So I don't go off on another rant, like psycho circus. Um, I, 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 I enjoy the album cover. I, I take it for what it is. I think it's, I think it's, they tried something different. They knew that it was a controversial pivotal period for the band. Um, I, the, 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 the thing where it says, I still say they stink that I don't get because that's not like self-deprecating humor in 1980. People thought they stunk. 
So like to, to, to do that is just, I don't, I don't know what they would, maybe they were trying to go for self-deprecating. I, it didn't work, but I, I kind of like the story and you know, the, the comic it's, it, it's clever. It's not one of my favorites, but I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. What's the next one after that? Uh, on, then we have the uh, Paul Stanley solo album. Well, actually, let's take these both combined because I think what's next is Paul and Gene. Paul and then Gene is ranked a little bit higher than yeah, well, actually, so we'll, a little ways higher than Paul. Yeah, so there you go, right there, the top two, right there. So, okay. um, yeah, go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is, look, Gene's to me is way more iconic. The blood. And the more it's more menacing. And again, right? What are people in Kiss Army like better? The demon or the star child? Obviously, we know where people are gonna go on that. To me, it's a no-brainer. They're gonna gravitate towards Gene. So they like the demon image. And then the little blood dripping off. Um, I think I had this rank, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, this is my number two. Tom, this is your number two. Yep. You guys brought the drink, uh, jeans that is. Uh, you guys brought it down. I think, uh, you both had it at number four. Yep, real quick, real, real quick before we continue. So, uh, Tony and Brad were talking about unmasked. They said the, the guy that was saying, I still, st- I still think they stink, was supposed to be a critic. Yes, of course, he was supposed to be a critic. I, I get that. What I'm saying is, why even put that in the comic? Everybody thought that they stunk. So why, why even attention to something negative already? That's my point. Right, right. That's all I meant by that. Uh, but yeah. let's get back to the to Paul and Gene. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah, we've said this before. the The solo album, the the, the four solo albums, the, the most iconic images, in my opinion, of the band ever. I mean, ever. Um, and I guess whether or not you, how you feel about those album covers is probably how you feel about that individual member. I have Gene ranked higher because Gene's my guy, but the Paul the Paul uh, picture is great. You know, Gene with that little drip of blood, which was added later on by the artist. You know, and then the little chain and 
they just iconic and you just love all of them. I mean, even though I don't might not like the Peter album as much as the Paul album or whatever, all four of those album covers belong like in their on their own in their own place. They're just amazing. Yeah, Tom, I want to add that Graham just said Graham Richley just said Star Child image is as good as it could be for Paul's character. I agree with it. Yep. I agree. I think like you're not gonna get much cooler than that. At least for me, I, I'm just I'm not into the whole star child. I don't even know what the fuck that means still to this day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Murph adds, Paul redeemed himself on the solo cover after that campy cover on the debut album. If that's yeah. what you think about Paul, what do you think about Peter? Jesus. On the yeah. fucking debut album. What do you guys think about Gene and Paul's solo album covers? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Tommy's on to something. It depends on if you're your guy or not. And, I'm more of a Paul guy than I am a Gene guy, and Paul's not my favorite solo album cover, but it it is more appealing to me than Gene's is. Now, you know, we get to the music later. That's probably part of the reason, too. But yep. just a total kiss, my total history, Paul, I've been more of a Paul guy than a Gene guy anyway. Yeah, so, Steve, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I... I actually got them when they when they actually came out, and mm. I think uh, I think Aces was probably the last one I got. But Jeans was the uh, I think the third one I got. I had uh, Paul then Peter. Crazy, how about that? But like the Jeans, yeah. I think is like the most badass of the the solo album covers, and uh, yep. it's iconic. You and and I I just like how that that you know, defined what their color was, if you want to, if, if you will. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's been like that, you know, ever, ever since. Yep. Yeah. No, agreed. So, all right. So after that, we then go up to uh, the big three. We have separating, separating these three is fractions of points. So we'll start with the bottom one. And that is the debut album. I think the Peter image kills it. It's, it's brutal. And it, even Gene's makeup isn't the same. Ace yeah. with like Ace with the silver hair. I, I just it's not an image of the band that we know. And so that's why I don't think it's iconic. Yeah, I I I the reason why I think it's iconic is obviously it's the first album, but I think it's iconic because they never looked like this ever again. You know, Peter's makeup, no. thank God, would never look like that again. Ace really didn't do the full silver hairdo thing. Even Gene, like his, you can see Steve, hold it up again a little. Even Gene's eye makeup became much more defined and the, yeah. the points came down. Um, and he so, never wore that scarf again either. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I mean, it's iconic. You know, it's it for a debut album in 1974. That is an album cover that when you're in the record store, you're going to be like, holy shit, what, who are these guys? This is amazing. What's happening here? Especially and, then. Can you imagine seeing that then? That's what I mean. That, yeah. That'd be yeah. insane. Yep. And, and this is a first pressing, by the way. Okay. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Did you get the uh the, the anniversary edition, the marble vinyl where there's like one drop of black marble? Yeah, as, I did. As opposed, you know to, the, as opposed and, to the picture where the whole thing looks like a marble splatter. Yeah. And I, I call mine the skid mark version. Yeah, mine too. It looks like a fucking skid mark in an underwear. It's yeah. just like a black line going up in one spot of the thing. So it, it's Zeus is terrible. pretending to not care about vinyl. So, <laughs> so tell us what you think about the cover, Steve. I like it. You know what? I think I uh, actually I rated that number one. So I'm the one that probably threw the numbers off. I think it's just and I put myself when I was ranking these, like, how would you 
think of when you went into a record store and saw these album covers. And and I was like, back in 1974, then had to be like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? And that's why I put that number one. Even though okay. the Peter makeup is like is crazy, like like you said, that was like a one time deal for him. But it's just like I think the the wow factor in that, like if you put yourself in that state of mind when it actually came out in 1974, it had to be like, what is this? I got to yeah. buy this and check it out. Sunny. Yeah, I had it at number two. I like it that it's in black and that it's not cartoony, that it's more almost dark, right? Yeah. Which that part's cool. And yep. I can only imagine, right, they put this album out, and by the time they're at their third album, the makeup has already changed twice, right? Yeah, so exactly. I'm assuming like a coin's like, guys, you guys, are, uh, we have an iconic look we're trying to start, and you guys keep changing it. Like, you got to stop messing with this look, right? Yep. But. I would have been fine with Paul being in the bandit makeup. I always liked the bandit makeup. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. I you like know what's it. awesome too, is if you go online and I'm sure everybody has seen this, but if you go online, you look at some of the outtakes from that photo session, there are some fucking sick pictures. There's one picture where the camera is a little bit further away. And Gene looks like possessed, like, like the, like the look on his face, like he's not like, he doesn't have the big open mouth kind of like in your face. It's almost like he's just like, kind of like staring at the camera, like, so some of those outtakes are pretty wild. Or, you know, you wonder what, if they considered if they ever considered those. And, the think, cover. and as Which, Murph would say, I don't think Ace is looking at the camera at one time and it'll. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, hold it up again. Do you have it there? Do you? Do you, do you yeah, have the I cover? Just, I just. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say when uh, like those outtakes you were talking about. There's one where like the background is like a like a red. Red. Yes. I mean, really freaking cool. Over I, here, Ace. Ace, over here. Ace. He's looking at. He's kind of looking at somebody. Maybe, I don't know. You know what it could be? You know how, like, when you know when you take, like, your kid to, like, you know, the Sears photo, and they're holding up a bunny while the guy has the camera? Maybe he's looking at, like, the bunny. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, in, like in Bachelor Party. Murph knows oh, what I'm talking like about. The fucking, like, in Step Brothers. Like, the photo <laughs> with the one picture's looking straight, and the other is, like, staring yes. off. <laughs> staring off. Um, let's get to some of these comments here, Tom. You want to take it, or should I? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, so let's see. We'll go going back some of the comments we didn't catch up with with the uh, solo album covers. Uh, let's see. Gene, uh, Stephen Wood says, Jeans is the worst of the four musically. We're going to get to that. Um, uh, let's see. Then he could, if Star Child, if he, if he wasn't the Star Child, he couldn't have shot lasers out of his eyes in <laughs> Phantom of the Park. Um, Ace's necklace still stands out for me, even over Peter's makeup. Um Peters was terrible. Ace looks stoned as shit. Um, what? Uh, hold on here. Uh, let's see. It's jumping around here. The makeup changes over time, but the personnel are captured still in that shot. Uh, Jeremy Harper says they were holding up a joint to get Ace to look, and he says they were going for the Meet the Beatles album cover vibe. Yep. Yep. Tony Smith says he's looking at his fucking Grammy, and now and Murph, of course, is jumping on my bachelor party reference. So. Yeah. Um, so what do we got next? So the next one here, the we got uh, Dress to Kill. Iconic. That's all I can say. It's iconic. Yeah. And it's either you love it or like, I don't think any one of us is going to say, ah, doesn't do it for me. So different. So awesome. It's just where do you put it? We have our different tastes. For me, I, I mean, I it's obviously up there, but I just, I have it as, I have it as number three, obviously less than my number one, and I had Gene Simmons slightly over it. Solo album. I li- I like it for a couple of reasons. I like that it's black and white. 
Um, I like that it's a play on, you know, the term, the term dress to kill is, you know, people know that that's a term and the fact that they're like wearing suits and obviously the most eye catching thing is, is Gene, you know, in the story behind that suit, you know, and then you get Peter's wearing his little saddle shoes. Like he's in second grade. Um, but I, I, it's, it's an iconic picture. I love it. You see, you see tons of people on social media getting their picture taken at that street corner, you know, um, so I, I like it. I'm I'm wondering. You've seen the again. We uh, talking about outtakes. You've seen the outtakes of the, that that photo shoot in color. So you wonder why they went with the black and white. And then the back of the cover is like the negative of the photo. So I wonder what it would have been like if they chose to go with color. Um, but I don't know. It's 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 iconic. But we we say that about all these covers. But that's a catchy one. Steve. Yeah, I you, uh, go go to Sunny first. I'm actually looking for. I have a. a picture, you're looking for okay, uh, Sunny the, uh, at that corner. Sunny, go ahead. So I ranked it number one. It's okay. one of my favorite covers. It's not my favorite Kiss album cover, but it is one of my faves of all time. Yeah, I like that it's a real picture. See, I'm not, and you know, we'll talk about rock and roll over here in a minute. But I'm not big into the the drawing album art i think it's you know i got some of that stuff in the room okay but I, I don't get all crazy with that stuff like everybody else does i'd rather have the actual members right and ace rocks that suit dude he looks good in that suit. it looks like he could just go into the next you know law office and just yeah. sit down at a meeting now he'd ask for a beer probably but what's the difference right but, but he'd, have, he'd have a box of crackers in his briefcase yeah um i think and you know we don't know this for sure but if you would have put color in it, it would have taken away from the Kiss makeup, where if you left it black and white, it makes you concentrate on the actual four members versus okay. the colors of a suit or a shirt or a tie. Good right? point. Good and point. the black and white does enough for the suits. And, I, you know, they redid these pictures, what, six, five, six years ago. I thought oh, those came out good, too. Oh, with the uh, John Varvados, wasn't it like the, yeah. the, yeah, 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 the, yeah. the suits? Yeah, those came out good, too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's funny, was- Steve, Steve, do you have the record? Because um, yeah. Stephen Wood said, hey, I had no idea about the missing S until I heard your Dress to Kill episode. So the, the word, ki- if you didn't notice this, the word kiss goes all the way around. But whoever the art director was fucked up because at the top, I think it's the top right or the top left. Right, is, right there. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 there's, there's an S missing because it doesn't fit all the way around the perimeter right. of the picture. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool. But Steve, what do you think of the cover? Yeah, I like the cover. I think it's, yeah. I think it's, um, I mean, the word iconic is thrown around all the time when you have yeah. talk about these Kiss albums. And stuff. It is. But, and, and I totally agree with Sonny. I think it would have taken away from the band itself if it was a color picture. And until I saw those outtakes, I'm like, wow, they, they got a cool picture of those guys at night. But, I mean, these pictures were taken during the day. Yeah, it's true. You know, because then it could have came out like this. Hold it. Oh, oh <laughs> who, wait, who are you with? Me and BB, one of my friends on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I don't think Gene's blue socks would have looked really good. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? Album cover. And then yeah, the number yeah. one album, and, and then yeah, and there's the back with the negative. And then the number one album cover, which a lot of people in the Kiss world uh, pick as their favorite. I, it's not my overall favorite, but uh, is Rock and Roll Over. Um, you, you had that number one, Tom. Yep. I had that at number one. Yep. Uh, Sonny had it all the way at number five, and Steve had it number two. So for us, it became number one ranked overall. Yep. Uh, for yeah. me, looking at that album cover, um, I love Peter's character in that. Yep. I love the eyes. I love the sharp teeth. Um, yep. All of a sudden, Gene from the Demon becomes like a lizard. 
Yeah, I know. Um, the tongue. Yeah. Ace with the shooting space behind him and all that. I don't know what the fuck Paul's is, but it's the, just, he has angel wings, right? Yep. I just, whatever. See, it that's, just, that's the teardrop version, too. See, the always, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's the circle. And it's them around. I always used to think rock and I used to think it was always rock and roll all over. Me too. Right? Always. Yep. It almost seems like they misspelled it or didn't put it in correctly. Rock and roll over. Yep. Uh, but anyways, I just think that now, mind you, it's also missing its sister albums there in between it. Love Gun and uh, Destroyer, Destroyer. Yep. To, to say, is it really the best or my favorite? But of what we reviewed, that's my favorite. Yeah. Sonny, you, you, what do you think? Because you didn't have it as your number one. What You don't like the comic book? You don't like the art? I, I think it's fine. I think yeah. the art is fine. Um, yeah. I just, people like salivate over what it is. And I'm looking at it going, okay. I mean, there's better Kiss album covers to me yeah. anyway. And yeah. uh, it's fine though. You know, there, I don't know if you remember, but in uh, 96, when they did the reunion, you could buy the clock. From Spencer's, yeah, so yeah, yep. somewhere. Okay, that's pretty cool because you know the the round piece goes around, so it kind of looks like a saw going around as yeah. the clock's going. So it's pretty yep. cool, but um, yeah, it's okay. Okay, interesting, interesting. Steve, what about you? Yeah, I think it's a good cover, and it, it's weird because I that was a kind of an unknown album to me. I had Destroyer like right after, uh, probably late seventy six. So just uh, Rock and Roller was already out when I first discovered Kiss. And I think I bought that album like fourth. I think I, wow. I just wasn't aware that it was out. And I and I, I saw it in the store. I was like, Dude, "What is what is this?" When I never saw that, and I was like, "Cool." I mean, I like the first one better, but it is cool. I do like it. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I like 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 the, I think the thing that makes it like even stick out more is the backgrounds of each character is like, we've already talked about, you know, Peter with like, kind of like the jungle, like the cat in the grass and then ACE with the, that background gene and everybody. Um, yeah. It's not my favorite, but of the ones that we've done, uh, it's my favorite. It's interesting because like you, like destroyer, like if you look at like destroyer and love gun, those are paintings of like based on like their real face, you know, like these are like true, character faces you know they're based on them but they're more they're very like like gene's face on the cover of destroyer it's gene but you know comic booky love gun it's gene but com- this these are totally created faces and i think that's that makes it stand out even more so so those are the album covers yep so uh where do we want to go to next do i think we, wh- we should do albums and then we'll go to best songs okay or do you want to go songs and albums, guys? What do you think? What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about your your top twenty or, or albums? What do? How do we want to go through this? I'd say do the albums first, and then because the songs is a longer topic, so okay. The albums. Okay, so let's go to our album ranking. Just for a reminder to everybody, again, what are we reviewing? We're reviewing Kiss, the debut album, uh, Dress to Kill, um, Rock and Roll Over, Gene Simmons. From Kiss, Paul Stanley solo album that these are. Um, after that, we're doing Unmasked, Animalized, Asylum, Hot in the Shade, and Psycho Circus. Yep. And okay. who has the uh, how did we break them down? Is the best albums, not album covers, the best albums. 
So, Sonny, you want to go? You want to take this one? I took the album covers. You want to take yeah. a look at the combined rankings of this? So we're doing ten through one, right? Correct. Okay. So dead last, we had Gene. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, most of us agreed, Sonny, uh, me, and Steve, we both had him dead last. Zeus okay. had him ninth. Wait, Tom, you had him eight. One second. One second. Go ahead. Before we get into too much details, I want to also stress. We're not going by the rankings of the songs on the album. We're just saying, what do we say is just our favorite album? Yes, part, yeah, because they, we're we're not these these Overall. are not Overall. these are not yeah these aren't like the combined song score ranks things. Right? Yeah, these are just what do we say is our best album? If you say what's right. your favorite album, right? So what I just told you was songs. That's I based on songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Routine, I think it's the worst for any of them. Both. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. So, yeah. It's probably it's probably well, close to my best albums. Just what we said was the best albums. Okay. okay. So let's see. I'm looking here. So and, Sonny, go through uh go through yours. Go through go through yours, and then we'll just talk about them. No, no, no. Go through all of ours. We're not gonna go through they're everything. not they're, they're they're not averaged. He only he, Sonny averaged them based on song score. No, no, no. He, he averaged the, the thing. It's on based on songs only. Based on songs only. So do that. That's fine. Do that. Oh, okay, Sonny. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you only did it on songs. You didn't that combined by songs up top is just mine and Tom's, right? That's right. And the one below it is all four of us put together. Yep. Okay. Then what's to the right of the combined by song? What's that all that shit? All that stuff is the numbers I used to create the sheet that created the new combined by songs. Oh, well, now I've got to talk Yep. Stop. Right, so yeah. Just go by combined by songs. That's yeah. fine. So we had Gene Simmons last. Last. Ninth, okay. we had Psycho Circus. So both Steve and I had it ninth anyway. Tom had it tenth. Zeus had it uh, eighth. So Hell yeah, it is what it is. Um, so now we start getting different because overall we had Animalize as eighth. Steve had it sixth. I had it seventh. Tom had it ninth, and Zeus had it seventh. Okay. So Animalize is obviously a little more. We still had it in the bottom half, but we yep. had it in different spots. Okay. So I think that probably depends on how much you like Fast Kiss and how much you don't like Fast Kiss. Yeah. The hard part about doing this by songs is you're comparing under the gun to 100,000 years. Yep. And that becomes tough because then it completely matters where you got in. So when we go to the song rankings, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yep. Hot in the Shade, Stevie had it second. But oh. when you look at the way he did his songs, it landed seventh. Oh really? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but see, but see that—that's funny because that makes him go ahead, Sonny. That kind of feeds into our argument about the difference. But go ahead. Yeah, I think what happened is when you look at the song rankings, and we'll talk about them a little bit. Steve, the w- songs you really liked on Hot in the Shade were great, but the ones you didn't like, you really didn't like, which and that totally right. pulled all the scores down. Yeah, it just drags it, everything it down. It's tough because I literally did that like yep. yesterday. Yep. So like 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 when Thomas Zeus did theirs, they they had them as they went along. Yeah. So it was tougher for me to do like holy oh, shit, once. I have to rank 106 songs like yeah, in yeah. the day yeah. here. Yep. yep. So it kind of it kind of got me, you know, like messed up with I I'm I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah. Let's just go through the list and then we'll go back afterwards and analyze the okay. album 10 okay. through one. So, so yeah. just read the list first. There you go. All right. So just real quick then. It went Gene Simmons 10th, Psycho 9th. Animalize 8th, Hot in the Shade 7th, Unmasked 6th, Dead Center, 
the incredible asylum. <laughs> Fourth was Paul Stanley. Then it was rock and roll over was third. Our second favorite was collectively was the debut album. And our favorite collectively was dress to kill. Wow. That's surprising. I mean, I love dress to kill. That's, that's a Mount Rushmore for me. I think this thing got extremely skewed because asylum jumped a million spots because of Sonny's dress to kill extremely high too. I think the rest of them, but it, uh, we're uh, kind uh, of like all over the place. We didn't really love it as much as you really love those two albums. And I think it pushed those numbers up a little more. That's yeah, Sonny's Sun, definitely skewed the Asylum ranking because the because yeah. the, the, the the rest of the ranking, um, I don't really have a problem with. I, I, there was there's no way I would ever have Asylum higher than Unmasked or Hot in the Shade. So I would probably flip hot in the shade in asylum. But other than that, I'm, I don't mind that aggregate ranking because it kind of fits. It kind of fits with what I would, what I would want, you know? All right, let's go to, let's go. Let's break this down. So we agreed that, well, did everybody have Gene Simmons last? I didn't. I had psycho circus last. Um, Zeus, you didn't either. You had on. No, I didn't have it last. What did I have last? Oh, I know what unmasked. I had. Unmasked. Yeah. What about you? What did you have it, Steve? Jeans. Gene, I had Gene last. So you and Sonny had it last. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had it, what, second to last? Yeah. So why do you guys have it last? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just yeah, I'll first, start. First, I'll start. Okay. It, it's a terrible album. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's but the best song on there <laughs> ranked in the 60s for me when we did the 106 song rankings. That's how bad it was. Like so I, you- Find radioactive to be only the 60th best song of there? Very barely listenable. I never wow. listened to this album. And the only time I've even heard some of these songs again was because of the vault. And I like some of the vault stuff because it's not as like wimpy as some of this. It's a little more raw because it's not completely finished yet. Yep. But this stuff is just brutal. I, I like I can't get through I can't get through it. Steve. Don't you love how his like everybody in the band shit on Peter's album. Oh, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. How is anybody not saying that more about Gene's album not being the demon? Like that is the like way think, off course compared I, to Peter's. Peter's an R and B type of jazzy guy. Because I think radioactive, I think radioactive saves Gene's album. If if, yeah, if he did if right. he didn't if he did not have radioactive and had another song that sounded like, you know, Mr. Make-Believe or something, then you're right. It could have been competitive. It could have been compared. But I think Radioactive is literally like the it's, – it's like when you have like a shitty basketball team and there's like one superstar player that carries them to the playoffs. I think Radioactive carries that album to it not being a total disaster. I know you guys have it last out of the 10 that we've done, but – um Steve, you had it last. Tell us why. Oh, in other words, if he had like sweet and dirty love instead of radioactive, maybe that's what you'd get. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I, I think that when, when they did these solo albums, I think Gene was this was his thing of distancing himself from the band. Yeah. Going, I can I got all these friends, I'm gonna throw them on this album, and I'm gonna show you guys how artsy I could be. And and I and I said it before, I think that this is what Paul Stanley is doing right now with um Soul Train or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> soul Train. Soul, <laughs> soul, soul Glow? Yeah. Oh, and, soul. And, 
<laughs> and I think that's what I think that's what he was doing then. And yeah. if if you if you think about how the albums went, Aces, okay, how what you surprising because he didn't you know have that much to do with writing and stuff like that. Paul's is any of them songs could have been a kiss album. Peter, if you look at that album, that's like it's what he he was into. It's what he was. You know, what? And, it was him. And for that type of music, it's way better than the type of music that Gene put on his album. It's okay. a tough listen. It's a tough listen. See, for me with with Gene, it's like a sentimental thing, and we always talk about how nostalgia can skew how you the, the actual quality. It's the same thing with movies. You know, you, you listen, you like you you talk about like your the favorite movie when you were like eleven years old. You know, and then you go and watch it now, and you're like, "Oh, the f- this fucking movie's terrible! I can't watch this." <laughs> but you, but you still love it because hey. it means something to you. Hey, you know what I mean? Like those HBO movies when cable first came out. I remember the movie, um, those cable movies, Hawk the Slayer. You ever <laughs> see that one? And all of a sudden, you watch it now, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is the worst movie I've ever fucking seen." Right. Yeah. But but I but there's a couple things I can listen to. Some like I I, re- I I legitimately like Radioactive. I think "Living in Sin" is like a fun song. It's not great. All right, like "Tunnel of Love." I can true confession. Like it's the, the as the album. Like, now I, I see Sonny making his face. I'm not. I am not comparing this album to "Destroyer" or "Love Gun" or "Revenge." It's obviously on an island, but but you I, can. It's but, eleven great expectations all on one album. It's not eleven. It's not eleven. But you're right. The album goes downhill for me dramatically. I think like always near you know what a hide Zeus and oh, like that. I love that song. Mister Make Believe is terrible. Man of a Thousand Faces is terrible. I love that uh, song. You know when you wish upon a star, obviously terrible. It's not great, but you know again I like a couple of songs, so that kind of carries it a little bit more. And it's the nostalgia. And I know this has nothing to do with the music. I love the album cover, <laughs> so that's that's probably no, it for me. That, that gives it an edge on things. Yeah, the album cover really can push an album over a favorite over something else. Tom, I just want to jump on this one quick thing that you said. Yeah, go ahead. There are you're right about Radioactive making the huge difference. It you know just the way it tracks for me and you at least. Yeah. I think Steve may have had it high as well. That's why the album actually moved up a little bit for us. And yep. then when you add these two guys' rankings, it drops. Um, but for me, I like there's a few good songs on there. There are songs on there that are fun and decent songs, but they're just they're not kiss songs. He's trying and, it's the uh, Beatles shit. It's yeah, the- he's got his he's got every single thing that he thought about. It's typical Gene, because when you read about him, everything anybody talks about is like, oh, Gene will throw a million ideas and throw it against the wall. And he had his buddy Sean do this and you know, maybe Sean let him indulge in some of that stuff and get away with it. Now, the other part is the, you know, the elephant in the room is that he did, as we all know, when you wish upon a star and that probably fucking killed this for everybody. Oh, yeah. I still don't rank that. We'll get to the song part w- later. But the guy, it's a sentimental song. So I see it. And I think he has 11 tracks on the album. Yep. Right. I think so. Being that it's number eleven, I will. I that's why I don't bury this song. I mean, this album because it's an additional song. So he could have stopped at ten and he threw another song on. It's not like he did nine songs and one of them's "When You Wish Upon a Star." That's how I see it. 
I got to tell right. you right now, that is the, that's the attorney in you coming out. That's the defense rest with defending wish, when you wish upon a star. That's coming up in kiss court. Right. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. And so, if, not, if nothing else, Jeans is probably the most interesting of the solo albums. Interesting is a good word. You're right. A couple mm-hmm. comments here. So, yeah, uh, yeah good one, Steve. Good. Couple comments. Uh, let's see. Jack said Gene trying to win over people with his celebrity artist. He tried to get on his album. Yep. He, he was, he tried to brag about all the people that he had on it. Um, Brad Rustoven says tunnel of love from the vault is awesome. I don't know what that sounds like. Sonny, uh, you, you've, you've heard that. So there's three songs on, uh, the vault that yep. the Van Halen bl- brothers play on. Ooh, Ooh. really? It's okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Graham says radioactive is great. Cause of the intro that builds suspense, the album is unfocused. Oh yeah. The intro. I mean, in 1978, like, holy shit, he really is a demon. He really worshiped. He's like a Satanist. Listen to this intro. And then the song mm-hmm. kicks in. So, you know, I, I, that's, that's, that's kind of a big, a big selling point for that. Um, scroll up and see some fucking hilarious comments. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Radioactive is such an unmasked song. It would have been better on unmasked. Daryl Albert says, I have an abacus protractor and graph paper <laughs> handy to create a Venn diagram to keep track of these rankings. I um, have the same. Jeremy Harper I says, when you, same. when you wish upon a star alone is the reason why Gene's album should be last. Uh, Gene's album has grown on me over the years. I love the fact that he didn't do what everybody was expecting. Chris Vickery says, uh, Peter has, Peters has dropped down the list. Okay. Um, Tony Smith, Jiminy fucking cricket. <laughs> and for some, for some reason, Murph is quoting my man, Adam. Uh, he looked like the kid that we went to college with. I know. Uh, all right. So what do we got next? The next album on the list was the ninth album. And that is the famous Tom's favorite, uh, psycho circus, Tom. Uh, I believe uh, you had that ranked dead last. I had it ranked seventh. Uh, Sonny had it ranked uh, ninth. And uh, Steve had it ranked ninth. And it came down to the ninth album. Yeah. So the reason I had this ranked last is because the bad songs on Psycho Circus are pretty much unlistenable for me. Like I, I like raise your glasses. I like pledge allegiance. The title track, it doesn't bother me into the void is okay. Within the chorus is all I can stand. You know, I talk like it's a song. It's one of the few kiss albums where I'm skipping more songs than I'm listening to. And that doesn't happen to because I I, kiss is my band, but I just can't get over it. The, the, The lows are so low on this album for me that I just can't get past it. And that's why I had it last. And I know that kind of contradicts how terrible some of the stuff on Gene's album is, but some of the Gene stuff, like Steve said, it's interesting. It's quirky. Some of it's entertaining, even if it's not great. Some of the stuff on psycho circus is just bad. Sonny, take, you take it from here. I'm in the same boat is the good songs are okay, but they don't overshadow the five songs for me that are unbelievably unlistenable on this album. Yeah. And I see what they were trying to do with some of the stuff. It did not work. It just didn't. And uh, I I don't know, but if, you know, if it had a Mr. Speed on it, 
then that would be a different situation because then now you got this, you know, a couple of great songs on an album that maybe has some duds, but it just doesn't have that. Steve. I like about half of this album, I think. Um, okay. Within, I really like Within, but I, I did watch, uh, Sonny, were you at the, you were at that show at Dodger Stadium? Did you say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they played Within on that set. Um, it was a good, it was, it was a good, good live or? No. It, it was a momentum killer, I thought, watching that show. It's a plotting um, song. It's a slow it, plotting it song. I, I like. I love the chorus on it, and actually, it's like my second favorite song on that album. I like about half of that album, but like, like "Dreaming," "Journey of a Thousand Years," it, um, "In Your Face." I rank that low when we get to the songs because I, I don't. I don't really know it that much, that well. Yeah. But like, we are one. Oh, brutal. It's 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 it. fucking brutal. I, it like, I I like about half of the album, so that's why I put it. And actually, that's only above Gene's album because. I like a couple more songs than I like on Gene's album. Zeus, what do you got, buddy? All right. Everyone knows if you listen to our podcast, I fucking hate Cycle Circus, the song. Paul shoves it down our fucking throats, tells us that it's a a classic. It's not. And in addition to that, are you fucking guzzling vodka? What do you got there over there? (laughs) It's that kind of show. Cycle Circus Circus makes him drink. And uh, Bango. Uh, I was going to say, I would be drinking, too, if I had to listen to Cycle Circus over and over again. And I said, welcome to the show. Now, I made a bold statement. I said, Cycle Circus is the worst fucking Kiss song in a set list that I can think of that was played, especially the last 25 years. That's a separate live stream because it's not even close. It's the worst Say Yeah is the one for me. Say Yeah is one of the worst songs ever played live. No right, way. Stay, stay on target. Stay, better. Stay, stay on anyway, target. Uh, I'm with you. I like Within. Um, I think Steve likes that song. Uh, you know, I pledge allegiance is stupid. Into the Void is, eh, We Are One is just Gene trying to brutal. pick up shit from his solo album that we just discussed. You Wanted the Best is original to me because I like that all four members sing and then ace does his fa- the famous part in the song where it's the worst fucking recorded vocal i think of any professional band i've ever heard because it's not your place it's fucking it awful it's so bad so have you ever heard halloween or accept <laughs> that's the next we're gonna save that one too we're gonna compare all those horrible fucking vocals i've ever heard we'll compare and, all know, shitty british bands later i love it sounds like kramer after his root canal yeah, <laughs> I love Raise Your Glasses. I yep. think that should be on every fucking high school football team's championship video. Um, Dreaming is horrible. I finally found my way is cheesy. It's just slot. You know, there was no need really for it. I love Journey of a Thousand Years. I love how that save song, it. Save it. So I love how that song builds. So what ends up happening is the songs that I do like, I like them. Yeah, I don't really love them other than really raise your glasses yep so it can't overcome the shit songs exactly that's the and problem so that's why the album ranked pretty low for me okay couple comments steven wood says in your face and it's my life should have been on the album it's my life absolutely, absolutely. should have been on the album absolutely um let's see tony smith says we are one as a sesame street song <laughs> Grim Richley says Psycho Circus does not have any reason to play to be played compared it to playing any other album. Life is too short. 
<laughs> Jack says dreaming rip off of Alice Cooper's I'm yep. 18. Yes. Yep. We talked about that. Um, hold on. Everything's jumping around here. Wally Alberts. Uh, you wanted the best and into the void are the best songs. I like into the void. What you wanted the best. I don't know. Rob Kelleher within is fantastic. Um, the solo on You Wanted the Best is solid. Brad, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know it because I don't even think I ever got that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Grayson says Raise Your Glasses is a solid song. It is. I mean, the lyrics are stupid, but it's a, it's a catchy, well-written song. All, All right. right. So, what, so what do we got next after Psycho? Um, after Psycho Circus, I believe the next song uh, album that we had rank is Animalized. Oh, okay. Animalize. All right. So uh, who wants to start with this one? Steve, why don't you go, buddy? All the songs. Just what's your overall opinion? Yeah, overall opinion. Yeah. Overall opinion. I love Animalize. I love, love, love the drum sound on that album. Um, Because I think Michael James Jackson, he didn't produce the album, but he, he engineered the drumming, the drums on that album, I believe. And I love it. I, you know, and and actually I have a, a friggin' hilarious story about this. Actually just happened today. I, uh, my wife and I was taking uh, graduation pictures for one of our one of our friends at, at this local park. So I decided to I, I you know I told you guys I was going to listen to all the albums like before we did this. Yep. So Animalize comes on. So I'm walking around this park and um, Lonely is the Hunter comes on and there's these two guys playing tennis and they have a good volley going. So I'm walking and, and not paying attention and I almost run into this fucking post right. Oh no! And so I, I just stop real quick and then. I go around it and I hit the curb and I fucking oh. shit roll, man. I fucking go flying. My glass sunglasses, my hat, my fucking headphones, they go flying all over the place. There's like a hundred people in this park. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So I was one of them like, I get up like, I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. But I was, and it was like during Lonely is the Hunter. And I'm like, oh. I you know, hate that song forever now because I, I wiped out to her that song. But I, I like Animalize. I think it was good. I remember when it came out. Um, it was, it was so, it was different. You know, it was like after Lick It Up. And I, I, I think it was a good progression after Lick It Up. I, I always enjoy Lick It Up, uh, Animalize rather. Sonny. I like Animalize. I love the Paul songs. I can tolerate half the Gene songs and the other half completely suck. And that's why Animalize dropped in my rankings. But otherwise, I like Fast Kiss and I really, really like the Paul songs. Um, whoa. Oh, shit. What shit. Getting, is that? You getting bombed? That's the raceway that's out in front of my house. That's another quad going flying by. <laughs> There's always interesting stuff. Are you fucking Beirut? Where the fuck are you in? <laughs> I know, right? I, I live on a major mountain where everybody parties up there. The, the demilitarized zone in Pennsylvania. All yeah. right, we well, quiet night. Go ahead, Sonny. You were yeah, talking but, about yeah, and I. That's why Paul ended up being my guy, right? This was my first album. This is I come in and heavens on fire. Paul's my guy, and when you hear the songs and you hear the catchiness of the songs, Gene's his stuff's just not as good, and we know why. But uh, compared to some of these other albums, though. Animalize ended up on the lower half of my list. Zeus, you want to go last? Yeah, go? I, no, I'm fine. I, I was going to say the problem is there, there are nine songs on this album. Am I correct? Yeah. Nine. Yep. Okay. Two of them are fucking horrendous. That's right. So <laughs> now you're down to seven. Obviously, Heaven's on Fire is, you know, a, uh, 
never mind the you know the obviously we have the fatigue factor in all these songs but heavens on fire is just a phenomenal song there's some other really solid ones i've had enough thrills and i love under the gun i like fast kiss too if you look at that era does that album fit in good with those other albums coming out there i think so i think it's a solid 80s album it's 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 a good Kiss album. I have no problem with it. It's just not going to stand out as much because you have really one unforgettable, you know, classic there. A couple really good songs and two horrendous songs. Yeah, to me, to me, the album, like Steve said, I've said it before. The production on the the album sounds great sonically. The production, it's uh, it's like a full, it's a full, thick rock album. The drums and the bass and everything. Um, it's not a great album, but it's a it's a good listen. It's it to me, you know, when you kind of when you kind of measure like Psycho Circus, how you know the good songs are kind of here, but the bad songs are so far down here. I think if I was to draw like a like a diagram of Animal Eyes, it would almost be like a straight line with a little bit of hot with a little high and maybe a little low. Like it's it's just a steady mediocre to above mediocre album for me. Heavens on Fire is the standout. Zeus, I know you don't like, you know, while a city sleeps and, and murder and high heels, they're not great. They're I can tolerate them. I think they're they did different. When I went for a run today, I told you shuffle was gonna fuck me, and it did because during my run, I heard there's 106 songs on this. <laughs> In my run, I heard Lonely is the Hunter and While the City Sleeps. All right, and Lonely and the Hunter is pretty cool. I like the groove I, on that. I don't mind, and I don't mind either one of them. I don't mind either one of them. I'm not a fast kiss guy. I don't think under the gun is good. I do like I've had enough, but under the guns absurd. The song is ridiculous. Let's hit the highway doing 69. Yeah. Um, let me get to some of these comments here. Tom, yeah, we got a lot. So, a lot of people like animalize. Yeah, so. So animalize. Uh, let me start from the up top. Um, let's go. Uh, Jeremy Harper. I didn't like animalize very much until I listened to your album review. Then I went back and listened again. Now it's actually one of my favorites. Even love murder. In high heels. Uh, Roger Barnes. To me, I've had enough Heavens on Fire and Thrills in the Night are outstanding. The yep. rest are a bit mediocre. Five out of ten. That's the kind of thing. But the, for me, again, those two songs kill it. Uh, okay. I really like Grayson Gallego says, I really like Animalize. Eric Carr plays and sounds great. Chris Vickery, Animalize is the first concert I was able to see. So oh, wow. sentimental reason why I like it. Uh, yep. Nick, uh, Nicholas Gratton says, I like Animize a lot. It was the first album I owned that was mine. That happened to a lot of people our age, right? Yep. Um, just trying to go through and not repeat everybody. Um, Jack Benacchio, to me, Animalize was a, hey, guys, we need an album now. Make one. Go. And then Nicholas Gratton adds again, I used Heavens on Fire my wedding. <laughs> nice wow steven wood who does the list with us tom all the time yep. said he had it ranked 23 on 106 okay yeah i can see that uh th- tony smith this is where we stick a proverbial log in the fireplace yes <laughs> roger barnes it took longer for you to write this than it took gene to write murder <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear "burn, bitch, burn," right, and the "woo, woo, woo," right, oh, it's like that. you want the bitch to burn, but then it's "woo, woo, woo." You know. And I then, lastly, I want to add: Wally R. Albert says Vinnie Vincent would have been better than Mark St. John on that album. 
Um, the songs would have been better too. I don't know. Was. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Um. Thank you. I don't think Mark St. John is. I don't think he. I don't think he's songs bad. Would have been better. He's a songwriting credits. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. If you're talking about right? that, yeah. I thought. I thought. I thought you were referencing the guitar playing. Um. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I think Vin, uh, Mark was a little bit out there at some point in that songwriting. Album. Vinny's Vinny's a brilliant songwriter. We've said that yeah. many times. But if you're talking just guitar player, I don't think there would have been that big of a difference. I thought Mark St. John was fine on that album playing. Yeah, it was kind of shredding. Yeah, it was yeah. of the time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So, uh, where do All we right. go from here? All right. Booger. An- Animalize. <laughs> All right, Booger. What do we got next? Who's got uh, the list? Um, we all have the list. Uh, after that, we're going to uh, the if I'm not mistaken, hot in the, the shade. shade, hot in the shade, right? Oh, right. Boy, here we go. Uh, let, let's try to make this a little quick because uh, there are a lot of songs on this. Yeah. So, who wants to go first on hot in the shade? I'll start well, with hot. I'll start. Oh, oh go Sonny, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Sonny, go ahead. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we do that. Yeah. Um, I know me and Tom. Tom, I believe yeah. you had his number six. Is did that I have it that did I have it that low? Yeah, you had it as number six. Okay. I had it as five. Oh, I did uh this is by songs, I believe. Yeah, that's the song Sonny, ranking. Yeah, Sonny, you had it as uh eight, and Steve really bumped it up because he had his number two. Wow, okay. All right, but so when Sonny, you go figure ahead. out the song, Steve's at seven. Yep. But anyways, it's easy for uh, Hot in the Shade for me. Should have been ten songs. It's four brutal Gene songs. And I don't know why everybody's in love with Little Caesar because it's not a great song. Right? So it could easily have been ten. If it, if it didn't have those five songs, it would be much higher on the list because some of the good songs are really good and i think i have at least one possibly two in the top 20 for me mm-hmm. um so uh but yeah it's just i, I get what zoo says has said before just give me all the songs and let me pick what i want to listen to or not right but then you get screwed on the shuffle so there you go yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but Sonny, you understand though yeah. for, we did this album okay do you know how many people come back to us and say what are you talking about betrayed is phenomenal and i'm like what I've had people tell us they like Boomerang. So that's my point in all this. Everybody, for some reason, gravitate to different songs. So why not put 15 out there? So, you know, why not put fucking It's My Life on Cycle Circus? I'd rather have it and me skip it than not have it. That's all. So go ahead. Uh, Who's next? Steve, you can go ahead because you're a big fan of this album like I am. So go ahead. Yeah, I I love it. Actually, I wore my (laughs) Hot the Shade shirt this evening. Excellent. Yes, the one that came with the vinyl. Um, yep, this this album is just my sen- one of my sentimental favorites because in the mid eighties, I I kind of got away from the the Kiss stuff because I mean, like there was so much stuff out then, and that's pretty much I think what what killed all that stuff—the oversaturation of these bands. So I was into Crew and you know even Metallica and Iron Maiden and everything then, but um, and I think that's why I rated Asylum a little lower because that was like a you know. Animalize I love, but Asylum I was kind of like, eh, when it came out. Had all that other stuff. But when I got Hot in the Shade, I don't know what it is. If it was just the album cover caught me. Uh, it was the first time that I got to see Kiss, which was which I find incredible. I've been a fan since 76. I didn't get to see them since 1990. But 
sentimental favor for me. That's why it, it ranks so high for me. Um, I just love it. And, and it's funny because Sonny said that, you know, how my songs rank to put, put it at number seven for me. But that's an album that I like as a whole. Like some songs, like like if, if they come up on a player, it's like, okay, skip it. But like in the context of the album, I like the whole album. Yep. And that's, and you're right. Uh, an, and a song like Boomerang is going to drag your, so when you, when you, when you do the aggregate rankings, that's why it's going to be so low. But when you do right. the, when you, like we said this before, when you look at like the album as a whole, like you love Hot in the Shade. Okay. If you have to skip Boomerang or whatever, or another song, fine. <clears throat> so the, yeah, I see what you're saying. But Sonny, you were going to jump in. I don't think it's fair that Steve, Steve makes his rankings based on his klutziness on uh, motorized sports and unmotorized sports and how many beers he's drank uh, while he's listening to the first time in the album, right? So just because he was sober when he listened to Asylum, oh, but he was hammered God. and falling off skateboards when he was listening to Hot in the Shade, for some reason, it gets a better ranking, and I don't think that's right. Oh, don't be don't be mean. Don't Sorry, be mean. Like, I, like I always tell you, my friend, I'm sad for you. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite Steve line. <laughs> so hot in, the, hot in the Shade for me, it's the same thing with Steve. Very sentimental. It was my first time seeing them in concert. Um, I, I, I love most of this album. Obviously, Boomerang is one of the few universally hated songs in the Kiss catalog. But it's funny, Zeus, because I remember saying when we did the album review, I'm like, I'm listening to this song and I'm like, do I not hate this as much as I thought I did? Like, like the like. There's a couple sections where Bruce sounds fantastic, but I'm like, it's still not. It's not a good song, but I'm like, okay, if 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 it was a ten out of ten on the hate scale, maybe I dropped it down to like an eight and a half on the hate scale, you know. But but that being said, like like Sonny said, some of the Paul songs are just spectacular. Some of his best stuff, the hits everybody knows. Um, but there's a couple of Gene Deep cuts on there that I, I love. I mean, I love The Street Giveth. I love, like, even even like Prisoner of Love loves a slap in the face. They're not great songs. They're catchy songs. Cadillac Dreams is fucking a disaster. One of the worst. Betrayed, it's just not good. Um, but that being said, I won't go through every song because there's 15 songs. I'm a huge fan of Fought in the Shade. I, I listen to that album a, a lot. I like it. Yeah, so there's a couple things on this album. I feel like this has got kind of like a, I don't know, like a mood to it. So when you put on Hot in the Shade, this is like a little bit of an era. It's not Crazy Nights. It's the thank God we're we're doing music oh. and songs with yep. stories. Yes. All of a sudden, the Bon Jovi living on in prayer type of stories. All of a sudden, yep. you got Silver Spoons. You got Cadillac Dreams, King of Hearts, The Street Giveth. Somewhere between like they're not all read my bodies, although right. they still manage to get them in there and rise to it. Hide your heart. There you go. The 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 biggest storytelling of any kiss era song. Very cinematic, uh, very cinematic, yeah, very yeah. cinematic songwriting. And this was now we're looking at at this point. I've gotten to the point where me and Tom were probably um sophomores in, in high school, mm-hmm. and this music is already the music of our youth, like hair metal and what's yeah. called hair metal now, but hard, glam, hard rock metal type music. And Kiss releases this. Their videos go on MTV. This was our album. I had friends that weren't Kiss fans, but had this album. Yep. Because, you know, they liked Hide Your Heart and, and the rest of the songs. And they started, you know, getting into the band. 
So to me, it's, it's a good album. They've got a bunch of clunkers on this. Betrayed, Prisoner of Love, fucking horrible. Boomerang's horrible. But Gene's got a couple good songs on here. Uh, Paul is the real star of this album, in my opinion. And I really have a sentimental thing for Little Caesar. First album in years to feature a third person singing. And I love the lyrics of it. And I think Eric tries his best on it. And so, you know, obviously the sentimental part of it moves it up the line for me. And again, everybody, I mean, I've said this a million times. I'd rather have 15 songs and let me select which ones I don't like than not have them. So, Tom, you want to go through the list and see yeah, if let's, any, any let's comments? See, we got some, some comments. Uh, Hide Your Heart might be the best Kiss song of the non-makeup 80s era. Uh, Hot in the Shade. Love the album. Love the tour. Love the videos. Hate the album cover. Uh, Boomerang is the worst Kiss song. It's even close. I don't think Betrayed deserves the hate it gets. There you go. See, uh, Rob, Rob Kelleher says, at best, it's warm in the shade. Stephen Wood says, it's tepid in the shade. Um Let's see here. Uh, oh, people are talking for them too. What's that? I'm sad for those guys too. I, I love that. I love that line. <laughs> um, Hide your heart and forever made that uh, album. Uh, Grayson says, "Read my body is so bad that it's good. That that song is comical. It's so fucking bad. It's pour some sugar on me, but a horrible version of it." Uh, Sunny Sunny jumps in with indigenous Australian apparatus. Anybody who anybody who listened to our Jeopardy episode, the one word song titles "Boomerang." Um, Stephen Wood said it's a half decent Def Leppard song. Grayson says, or a half decent Joan Jett song. Okay, maybe. Uh, all right. So, what's next on the list? We go from "Hot in the Shade" up to "Unmasked." Oh, oh boy, where what's do we this? have "Unmasked"? "Unmasked." Tom, you had it fifth. Uh, I had it dead last. That is absurd. Uh, that's that's Sonny a fireable offense. And Steve had it eighth. Who wants to kick off this one? Zeus, why did you go first since you had it last? This, the album sucks. All right, next. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> thank it, you. It's it's pop bullshit. It's back when I remember having a boom box and be like, is the fucking and you'd move the the levels and you'd be like, there's no treble. Yeah, the treble and the bass, and you're like, why is there no bass in this? It's just so weak and thin sounding. All the songs that you and Sonny like, I fucking hate. How can you hate Easy tomorrow? As it seems tomorrow in the worst kiss fucking song of all time, Shandy. That <laughs> music is so fucking terrible. What do I like on it? These songs are eh, they're all right. I think I've started to like them less as I've listened to them more. And then I, I love, for some reason, Gene's You're All what, That I Want. I think that's my Which favorite. is the worst song on the yeah, exactly. It is. I say everybody hates that song. I don't know what it is. It's no. sentimental. I don't know. Something about it drives me. I love that song. I love the, I love the demo version of that song on the box it just as much. It's just different. It's a different sounding song. And um, it, that's the only saving grace for me. Is that you? Socks. I'm laughing at some of the comments because people are very, very upset with you. Oh. Uh, but but so who, who's next? It, Sonny, you're a fan of this album. You go next. Oh. Major fan of this album. Uh, oh. Even the two songs I don't like, <laughs> I can tolerate. 
Um, but the Paul songs to me are outstanding, <laughs> and the A songs are fun, and the A songs are fun. Um, I don't mind Shandy. Wait, I don't mind it. Or Pedo Girl. I don't. So you mind. know what the problem? You know what the problem is here, Zeus. You're not. You're, you're, you you don't know how to have fun with a That's Kiss it. album. Yeah. Have you heard our stories in college, people? I think I'm I know saying, how to have fun. I'm saying with a Kiss album. It's a fun album. It's fucking Kiss. It's Ace. Oh, Torpedo Girl. Awful. Come on. I'd rather hear about Torpedo Girls and Easy As It Seems than, you know, Papa Liking Sugar. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, careful. Careful. (laughs) This is them trying to be serious. Hey, uh, I've got a great song. It's called Torpedo Girl. (laughs) Dropping a deuce in the fucking ocean. (laughs) Steve, Steve, unmasked. I don't hate it. Um, oh, that's not a compliment. I, I, I don't, you know, but what, how I put, she has kids, a nice personality. <laughs> exactly. you know, we yeah. talked about that. Before. Um, um, for me, I, I put the, the kiss albums in context of that. I had each kiss album from destroyer on since they came out, kind of slacked off in the eighties, but the ones in the, the late seventies, early eighties, like they were just the next kiss album that came out. You bought it. You listened to it. You studied it. You you checked out every song. You listened to every song. You knew all the lyrics to every song. And I I don't hate it. It was totally different from you know every Kiss album at the time. And think of the, some of the albums that came out in 1980 when um, Asylum came or not? Yeah, Asylum um, when Unmasked came out. Like Dio have uh, you know uh, Black Sabbath Heaven and Hell, the first Iron Maiden album. There was a lot of heavy. Album out then compared to that, you had like, Back in Black come out, you had British right. Shield come out, and fucking Kisses release and Unmasked. Granted, right. I like the yeah, I like the album, but look at what was going on in rock and, and hard right. rock. Right. You know, if, if you put it into the context of a Kiss fan, all right, new Kiss album, great, let's check it out. But then if you listen to other stuff, you're like, wow, this album falls very short of what else was out at the time. Hey, let me jump on that for a second. I don't hey, mind the sound being different. I don't mind. I actually enjoy the fact that we can say, in I don't think Dynasty's a disco album, but that's a disco era kiss. That's a, a glam 80s kiss. Oh, that's the Bon Jovi type kiss. Oh, that's the grunge kiss. I don't mind that. I like that the band changed a little bit, has different types of songs in different periods. I don't mind that, but at least be good when you do it. It's just it's fucking weak. The fucking the production is so terrible on that album. And I think that's like, what also kills it. I like, I like, I like, un- I've always liked Unmasked because I think it's, I, it, it's a fun, easy listen. Um, you know, some of the songs aren't, aren't great. I, I enjoy all the Ace songs. I enjoy when I enjoy Ace's songs, period. And I think these are all fun. They're all silly and stupid. Um, Gene is terrible on this album. And, and I love Gene. Gene is not good on this album. This, this is, um, go ahead, Steve. So you're saying this is the Kiss Easy Listening album? Pretty much, yes. Does, does Herb Albert play on this album? Herb Isn't Albert would have been Herb Albert would have been fantastic. <laughs> this on this is their pop album. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, and their, I, it's their yacht rock album. Yeah, and I love yacht rock, and I love pop music, and I love that stuff. So I, I gravitate towards this album. I think Tomorrow is the chorus of Tomorrow is absolutely fantastic. Oh. I like Naked City. I like Is That You. Uh, She's so European is. Meh. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go track. That song grew on me, Tom. I think when we did our first album, when we did the first um, 
you know, tra- thrashes, smashes, and shit. Yeah. I had this one of the worst songs. I saw the video for it and yep. I started to like the song. So, what do we got? Two songs of Gene on that album, right? Or is it more? Let me three. Think. I think he's always got, she's, he's got a Naked City, She's So European, Naked and City. You're All That I Want. Gene is the only one I like, real. No, I shouldn't say. What am I talking about? I like the Ace songs, but they're yeah. just so stupid. Yeah. Um, I like the Gene songs. It's the Paul shit I don't like, other than the Borat sounding, what makes the world go round. Yeah, that's that's okay. I, um, I can't stand the rest. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a, it's it, it, to me, it's just it's a fun album. Um, we got a ton of comments on this one here, so we'll get through these. Wait, wait, quick. did Sonny go, oh. go talk about this as much? Because I, I I know you like this album, Sonny. So I'm yeah, curious to hear what you'll think about what I just said about this album. Yeah, no, I. I, I talked about it already. I like yeah. the album. It's oh, not you for everybody. It was Is that what you're saying? No, it's not for everybody. People, people don't like pop kiss. I don't like grunge kiss. So I don't listen right. to, you know, I don't listen to carnival. What do you think? I like pop kiss. The production could have been better. Yeah. 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 The production could have been better. I wish that you could, you could hear the bass a little more. The guitars were turned up a little more, but Is that wasn't, Vince, that wasn't Pontius first show. He did some of that in, in yeah, Dynasty, too. Dynasty. Oh, I think Dynasty yeah. sounds excellent. What the fuck did he do there? And the keyboard totally sounds different, totally different. But yeah. I can get past that because the songs are good. It's just like Hotter yeah. Than Hell. I wish Hotter Than Hell production was better, and yeah. it'd be one of my favorite albums of all time. It's not, yeah. but I can tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I, I would take a remix of Unmasked any day over a remix of Hotter Than Hell. Really? Unmasked Resurrected oh, would be fantastic. Absolutely. Leave, leave Hotter Than Hell alone. Hotter see, Than I, Hell is Hotter Than Hell. But to me, the thing I like about Unmasked is that poppy, snappy recording, because I think those songs aren't meant right. Carlton, Carlton dancing to it. But that's the point of the album. Those songs aren't those songs aren't supposed to rock. They're not supposed to rip. They're not supposed to be like Creatures of the Night or Hotter Than Hell. They're supposed to be like snap your fingers, kiss songs, pop songs. And I think the production leads that whether or not you like it is going to be based on your style. But I think the production matches the songs. Tom, I don't know if it was you or Sonny that one time said this, but I remember one of you guys saying this to me, that if Unmasked came out in a different era, if Dynasty didn't proceed Unmasked, what a difference it would make. If you if Dynasty, let's say, didn't come out, or um, Dynasty came out, then Creatures of the Night, then Unmasked, or something, somewhere along the line where Unmasked didn't follow people bitching about the dynasty um the disco the kit, disco yeah yeah that maybe it would get a, a better reputation maybe i don't know i don't know let's get through some comments here uh let's see hold on we got a lot of stuff here um but yeah, we got a lot of losses Un- unmasked is perfection it's a scientific fact jeremy Hart. good Brit for you more t- brit moore tuning in from ottawa great show boys oh brit thank you all right um Murph wants to know Murph aren't playing. So Murph Murph wants to know what happened to your fingers, Zeus. This one? Yes. <laughs> it snapped. Well, Sunny, Sunny's would be like that. Stephen Wood said you will never fall in love if you don't like tomorrow, Zeus. That's that, that <laughs> um that'll change my fortune right now. <laughs> I, lo- I love Grace and the, I, I love great pop songs, and that's what this is a pop, a power pop album. Um, I'm, Brad says he he also loves you're all that I want. Um, come on, get your feet wet. Everybody's telling you to get your feet wet. <laughs> talk, talk to me is terrible. It is talk to me is awesome. 
Talk uh, to me. Jack, Jack wants to know, Zeus, pick one, Torpedo Girl or When You Wish Upon a Star? Oh, Torpedo Girl. I mean, I like the song. Okay. It's just stupid. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. So, the, the, okay. That's the shit when people are like, dude, you like Kiss? Don't they have a song called Torpedo Girl? And you're like, so what? all right, you got me. So <laughs> the, the, the rhythm on Torpedo Girl is killer. I, I do like Torpedo Girl. Favorite Ace song, Naked City Rules. Naked City is a really good song. Um, yep. Unmasked, let's see. Unmasked did come after the success of Dynasty. You can't blame them for trying to repeat the success. That's Chris Vickery. So he's saying that Dynasty, we kind of started that production, that what, disco what, pop. What's the that? Dynasty tour was a fucking disaster. No, no, no. They're talking, but I think they're talking about production and, the, and what was going on in pop music at the time. No, I know, but I thought he said, I, I don't have a problem. Yeah, come after the success of Dynasty, Chris. The album. The album, not the tour. The fucking tour. Well, they're touring on Dynasty and Super Kiss and Kisses Back should have been huge success. It killed them. Right. And they they followed up with that. They should have known, wait a minute, we're doing something different here. Let's go back. And they went to this. I think it was a bad move. But that's just me. But go ahead. No, no, that's it. Let's uh let's 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 move on. After unmasked, we go to uh Asylum. We start getting into some. We start getting into a little bit more fan favorite type albums. So we got Asylum. Um, You had Asylum at seven. I had it at six. Sonny had it at (laughs) number one. That's fucking insane. And uh, I believe Steve had it number seven. I believe Steve is dead. He's no longer on the live stream. That's all right. Um, (laughs) Why don't we? Why don't we start? With the person we want to hear about this. And we got more shit about not having Sonny come on when we did an album review. And now, we will probably end up doing some things like albums revisited and have like people on to discuss it. Us and uh, we shall have you and your best friend Jericho on probably to discuss uh, Asylum. But we want to keep it the same because my OCD will not be able to take a third person on an album review. I, I don't think I can do it. Turn so, the mic over. Turn the mic over to Sonny. This is yeah. The, the podium Sonny, is yours. Let's hear what you're going to say about Asylum. Steve. Yes. I'm radar. Back. For love. Oh, radar. No. For love. Oh God. <laughs> <sighs> I. It's all about when you come in, and yep. you hear Kiss fans say this all the time. I came in and analyzed, but the first tour was Asylum. And I'm a Paul guy, and Paul was writing great songs, and it connected to everything else I was listening to at the time. It fit in perfectly. I can tolerate all the Gene songs on it. And there are songs like I'm Alive and Radar for Love that I know people absolutely hate, and I absolutely love them, right? People give All Night an opportunity because it's kitschy and it's different and the video was sexy and blah, blah, blah. But to me, Radar for Love and I'm Alive are songs I never skip, and I actually seek them out, and it's all about timing. Unfortunately, I'm not as old as Steve, so I didn't come in at fucking 1973 or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, when you come in in 85 and you love Fast Kiss and you're listening to Rat, Motley Crue, Whitesnake, this just happens to fit right in. So it's always been my favorite album. Okay. All right. Steve. You're yeah. on. You're okay, on. I was pretty sure my mic wasn't muted. muted. Um, I had to leave because we're having a, a problem with our cat tonight, so I had to make sure she was okay. So, Uh-oh. Um, yeah, um, it, it's a story. Anyway, okay. um, I like Asylum. I tell you what, and, and like I said, I, I kind of got away from Kiss for a while, 
and I, I came back with Hot in the Shade. But then when I went back and listened to Crazy Nights and Asylum, Asylum, it, it's a cool sounding album. It's, it's one of the most different sounding albums I think of of the '80s Kiss. It's got a, more of a like a choppy sound to it. I like the production on it, and and I'm with Sonny. I like the Gene stuff on here. I'm not a a person that's going to bust Gene's ass for his '80s stuff. I think his stuff is more closer to, I don't want to say metal, but the the harder edge of Kiss. I think in the '80s, and and there's some some kick ass Gene shit on this album. I like it, when we do the songs, I'll, I'll talk about it then. But I I like it. I I, I really I, I enjoy the album overall, and it's tough ranking these albums. It really is because it in a lot of it depends on what mood you're in, what album you're in the mood to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Asylum for me, I was I, I I think when we did our album review, it was probably the first time in a long time that I really spent a lot of time listening to a lot of the songs that I normally wouldn't listen to which are I'm alive radar for love loves a deadly weapon. The saw the thing about the thing about asylum for me, the production, I it's not to me, it's not great. It's a step down from animalize. It's, it's a little bit thinner. It still sounds good. Um, but I'm not a big fast kiss fan at all. And I'm alive and loves a deadly weapon to me are just not, not great. Radar for love is, is okay. And then everything else is, you know, the Paul stuff, very poppy, which is great. Um, the Gene songs are a standout for me, which is a rarity for an '80s album. Although Zeus and I are on record as saying we love Gene's '80s stuff, so uh, it, it, I like it. it. It's a it's a it's a it's a good album. It's not an album I go back to a lot, but um, I, I I like it. Zeus. So I find this to be. We talked about this a little bit. A sister album of Animalize. Yep. And um, it's the lot. It's the poppier of the two. Yep. Uh, I I like the three. I, I you know single slash videos those Paul songs that we all know in the videos they were kind of you know uh, the ones that stick out to everybody that we know but the deep gene cuts on this album were really what gets me yeah. I love secretly cruel I I really like uh, any way you slice it uh, there's a couple horrible songs on here uh, I'm sorry loves a deadly weapon is brutal. Um, I, I think Radar for Love, even though the I do like, fuck yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I I'm alive grew on me, Sonny. I, I started to like it. Um, no, no way. Yeah, I, I it grew on me. So I came in with Asylum. That's the first Kiss album that I bought as I wouldn't say an adult. I was a teenager when I got back into Kiss. So it was a sentimental part. I liked the image. I liked the videos. It fit right in with all the rest of the bands that were out at that time. I really like Asylum. I think it's, uh, but of these albums, I've put it really right in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Comments real quick here. Let's see. I wore the Asylum tape out. Let's be honest. It's a great record. Terrible image, but it fit the time. Uh, All Night is best song on the album. Uh, Let's see. The best part of that is the fucking video where that section breaks down and the girls' butts are moving to the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And Um, then uh, Ace stole that and stole the whole image and put it on his insane in that that video. The same thing with nurses and shit, too, right? Your your buddy Stewart's on that one, on the video. Insane. Is he? Is he really? He is. He's on the video. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Check it out. Grayson said he needs to revisit the album, man. 
Uh, all right. So we got, let's move along. We go to, all right, everybody. This is a big favorite for a lot of people. The Paul Stanley solo album. Absolutely. Zeus, uh, you, Tom, you start you, with this one. Yeah. Tom, you had it four. I had it three, even though my song ranking was really four. Sonny had it two. Steve had it five. Um, I think I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get how people don't see how this is not, not only just the best of the four solo albums, how it's not the best by a mile. I am sorry. It's got so many good to great songs on this album. I know the ace songs that we all know and love, the three big hits there. But after that, on aces, oh, nothing really spectacular there. Paul's is solid all the way through, except for his horrible, horrible, horrible one song. Uh, for me, I, I, I can't say enough about it. It's All Right is the fucking most underrated Kiss song this side of Mr. Speed. I fucking love that song. I crank that when that com- song comes on. Um, so I, I love Paul Stanley's solo album. I think it's unbelievable. Go ahead, guys. So, Sonny, you take it. Um, so when people ask me what my favorite Kiss album is, I don't count the solo albums. Okay. Okay, that's so that's why I say Asylum. All right. If you count the solo albums, Paul is my favorite. Nice. It is. Okay. I have this list of 30 or uh, how many is it now? 40 albums that are Desert Island albums for me. Paul is number four on this list. Wow. He actually has it on paper. That's going to be the next. Who all the musicians were even. That's going to be the next live stream. That's our next live stream, Desert Island Discs. But I, I only have three albums that I own that are better than Paul's solo album to me. Yep. And I've what always three? loved Paul's. What three? Prince Purple Rain, YNT Black Tiger, and Extreme Porno Graffiti. That's it. Ooh, yeah, Prince. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right. Um, Interesting. I've all I listen to Paul's solo album at least once a month, if not yep. more. And uh, there was a point in time where I burned through probably two cassette tapes. Uh, I definitely have burned through two or three albums. I have, I think I have it on picture disc. I got like five LPs, two CDs. Like this was one of those albums. Uh, I remember I used to do it with Steel Hearts' first album too. I used to save it out of the fifty cent bins. Like oh, they would geez. be in the 50 yep. cent. For some reason, I was wanted to go save it. I don't know you, why. You felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you, Zeus. I don't understand when people say Paul's solo album's not the best out of the four. I, I'm just like, wow. Okay. I get it. Ace's album was good. But uh, uh, Paul's just a better singer. And the songs are just, to me, they're written better. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I love I, his album. I, I agree with you guys. Um, I, I truly. Everybody, KISS fans have their opinions on a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, you agree, you disagree. I legitimately don't understand, like Zeus said, how Paul Stanley solo album is not regarded as the is the automatic best one. I, I know that Ace has some awesome, awesome songs on there, like legitimately killer songs. But there are some really horrible crap on that album and <laughs> and to and, and to me there's only one horrible song on paul's album one out of an entire album and you know it, it's an album that i like sunny i go to it often 
Um, it's a it's a spectacular album. These songs all could have been Kiss songs. Um, you know, I, I always laugh and say, you know, Love Gun is my all time favorite album ever, not just Kiss album. Why couldn't they have stolen one of these songs and threw it on there instead of And Then She Kissed Me? Then it would have been a perfect hundred out of a hundred. Um, you know, I know revisionist history, whatever, but Paul's album is is amazing. I love it. I listen to it often. And it was an album that I never really got into when the solo albums came out. I got into it a lot later. And now it's I just love it. So um, so some comments Whoa, here. This is a, oh I'm so, oh I'm sorry, Steve. No, do some comments. Do some comments first. Go ahead. Okay. Uh Jeremy Harper, this is a good one. Wouldn't you like to know me is the best song Rick Springfield never wrote? I could believe I could see that. I could see that Rick Springfield was very poppy and very hooky. He could have Grayson, done it all right too. Yeah. Grayson says, right. I Grayson says, I don't get it. It's middle of the road to me. Okay. Listen and that more. And that might be and that might be what we like we said before. If you're an ace guy and you like that ace sound, then you're gonna like that album better than Paul. Here, who said that by the way? Grayson Gallegos. Grayson, I got a I got a thing you gotta try. Have your significant other in bed with you. Play the Ace album, see where you get. <laughs> then play the Paul album and see where you get. And whatever you like do, the Paul album better. Don't play the Gene album when you're in bed with your significant other. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what else do we care? Hold me, t- replace. Hold me, touch me with All American Man. Oh, well, all right, that would have been interesting. Okay. Aces would have been the best if they included his power ballad called. Stewart. That's from Tony Smith. <laughs> Steve, Steve, where are you on Paul's album? I really love Paul's album, and and I'm I'm totally with you, Tom. If they if they took it out a song off of this album, threw it on Love Gun, threw it on the end of Alive Two, Side Four. Yep, would have been perfect. Um, the only thing that saves like makes Paul Stanley's not album not be a perfect thing for his hold me touch me yeah i just exactly. when we get into the song rankings you're gonna see how like yep. way uh, where that is for me um but um i love it and, and that was the first album solo album that i bought uh, i was always a paul stanley guy still am you know yeah pandemic paul notwithstanding oh yeah um, no I'm, i hear you but um just a, a fantastic album and actually, we did a. Uh, I just did an interview with Graham Bonnet the other day, and we nice. talked a little bit about Bob Kulick and his talent. And Bob Kulick just tears it up on this album. Yes, just agreed. Fantastic start, start to yeah. finish. So um, you, you got to give the props where where it's due. Um, Paul's album is is, is fantastic. Good so that conversation. It's not Bob's talent. I'm worried about. I'll just leave it at that. Oh boy, I'm still sad for you. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right. Next album, Tom. Let's go here. We have the top three by uh, separated by a hair. So we're going to go with Rock and Roll Over. Zeus, I believe this is your overall number one. Yeah. And then when it came to uh, rankings, I had it number one. You added three. Sonny had it five. And uh, Steve had it three. So for me, it's. A bunch of like, if you're doing one through ten songs, yep. one ten, a bunch of eights and sevens, and one like four. Uh, and the uh, Mr. Speed, obviously, we all know that's a that's such a deep cut favorite of the Kiss Army. 
Uh, I think See You in Your Dreams is a terrible song. It's the only song that brings it down. On both albums. Yeah, it's even worse on the solo album. But for me, you know what it is? Destroyer, you you know, gets all the acclaim. Love Gun gets all the love. I feel like Rock and Roll Over is the one in the middle that everybody, that nobody has anything bad to say about it, but it doesn't get the attention. And I love that album cover. And I love that they went back to straight because they didn't know Destroyer was going to pick up the way it did. And all of a sudden they go back to let's go get Eddie Kramer and let's go back to what sounds like a dress to kill type of performance. Like that earlier, the first three albums kind of grittier rock and roll stuff. And it kicks ass. There's so many great songs on there. The deep cuts are fantastic on that album. Again, a 10, a bunch of sevens and eights and one four. So for me, that's why it's my favorite of these albums and the cover. Uh, All right, Sonny, you want to go next? Yeah. Keeping it with what Zeus was saying, my favorite songs on there. And then I just got a bunch of like five, sixes and sevens, right? The rest of the songs, I like them, but they're not going to be asylum for me. They're not going to be Paul Stanley solo album for me. Like, we're talking about Dress to Kill, Paul Stanley, Aside. Like some of these are my favorite Kiss albums, and that's what it's going up against. Um, that's why I ranked it number five. But if we were to rank all the albums, it's not going to drop much further. It just so yeah. happens that you have some of my favorites yeah. that you talked about in the first 10, right? But my favorite Kiss songs on here. But even when I look at the song rankings, like that was my number one ranked song. My next highest ranked song on Rock and Roll Over is 28. So it immediately goes to like the sevens and eights, like kind of like Zeus was talking about. And that's just for me. But uh, there's not really, I don't skip any songs on this album. Really. What is the one song that you said was pretty bad was like the worst on there? Uh, for me, the worst song on here is uh, Love Them, Leave Them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's such a deep cut favorite of mine. Yeah. All right. Um, Tom or Steve, one of you guys. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, I'll jump in here. So, okay. The thing I love about rock and roll over is a couple of things I love about this album. Love gun is my, is my favorite. Nothing's going to knock that off, but rock and roll. Over, I love the sound of this album. And I think I said this when we did the album review sonically, the band, I fucking love it. It's exactly why I don't love destroyer. The album is raw. Ace's guitar is sounds just absolutely ripping on everything he does. There are some some of my all-time favorites are on this. Mr. Speed, Colin Dr. Love, Ladies Room, Take Me. I, I love it. I know that these songs make it onto compilations, and they used to be live staples. I do not like I Want You, and I really don't like Making Love. I like the solo on Making Love. I think I Want You is a rambling, disjointed song, and I don't get it. You get this, though. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much the only thing about it. When and this I, recording comes out, you said, I don't like making love. I am clipping that shit and yeah. I'm using it over and over. And over. <laughs> Please do. Please gold, do. I, Jerry gold. It's gold. And I'll tell you right now, I will be the one person or I, Steve, we haven't heard yet. I will be the one person to defend this version of see you in your dreams. The chorus is terrible, but I like that part of the song where that guitar chord just rings out. And then all you can hear is just Peter kind of hitting the drums and then he does it again. And then Gene, the song is not great, 
but I like love and leave them. I love baby the driver. Video, Tom, Tom, the video, the video. Of course, of leave. course, of course. Baby, Tom, baby. wait, wait, wait. Because we have a visual. I wish people could see you do it. Tom used to do this when we were with at the, Stonehill. When we saw kick. this video yep. from um, Extreme Close Extreme Up. Close Up. Me and you were both like, this is now our favorite song. Yep. And when he jumps down, he does the first kick. He does the big kick. And then he's yeah. oh, it's so and good. Looks, and then all of a sudden, he does the like the, the fucking the thing with the bass, like oh, yeah. it's awesome, oh amazing. God. And Baby Driver may be one of Peter Chris's most underrated songs. Oh, I think they are phenomenal. Yeah, so it's a great album. Sonically, the the albums, it's got everything. But but like the song, like Sonny said, like all of the songs, like Mr. Speed, Colin Doctor Love, and Ladies Room are up here for me. The rest of the album is pretty good, but I enjoy it because of the way it sounds. It's just such a awesomely recorded album. This what. It's how I want to hear Kiss, and that's why I like it. Steve? Yeah, no, no skippers on this one for me, for sure. Yep. I, I like the sound on it. Um, and when we get into the songs, there's a couple ones here, and uh, some of my rankings are going to maybe be frowned upon, but some may not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I enjoy the album overall. And like I said before, like this was an album that was already out when I started listening to Kiss, but it was like one that I got later on. Yep. But um, I think I have three songs from this album, my top 10. So, um, okay. You can't be, you can't be going wrong there. So, um, damn great. I love, and and it's a great sounding album. And and, and I do agree with you, Tom, that, um, destroyer like overproduced. Absolutely. And this one is like right in the pocket and, and they recorded this album pretty much live. Steve, here's a comment that I think me and you are going to disagree with. And I think it's interesting. Brad says the studio version of Ladies Room is thin and weak. See, I disagree. I love the studio version because it's slowed down a little bit and it's got a groove to it. I love the Alive Two version because it. it's a little, it's a little bit faster. But I really like the studio version of Ladies Room. Where do we hear the song rankings? You'll see where mine is. I know a lot yeah. of these, lot, lot of these comments here for Rock and Roll, but everybody loves this album. Everybody loves this album. Yeah, let me just, I want to hit a couple of these. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Jeremy Harper, rock and roll over is like a hot chick that you like to do with, do it with you. Absolutely no complaints, and you brag about it. <laughs> Jay Scott from the Hook Rocks joins us. Rock and roll over is better than Destroyer. Absolutely. He's right. Um, I don't know what. Uh, Tony Smith, rock and roll over is a special album. In my opinion, the most unique sound up to that point. Yeah. Um, Stephen Wood has calling Dr. Love is number five of all their songs so far. Um, Jack Broad, Take Me is one of the best and most underrated songs on Rock and Roll Over. It is. Uh, I don't very know if I'm talking about crack, vodka, and ice cream. Um, Gracing agrees with you. You nailed it, Tom. Uh, Sonny from Brad uh, Rustovan. Sonny Pooney couldn't agree with you more on your assessment of Rock and Roll Over. Love them and leave them is brutal. Wow. Um, uh, Jack Broad, hey, the riff in Making Love Rules, Liver Lips. Then Liver Lips. <laughs> Jay Scott, Mr. Speed. Yeah, and Jay Scott also, I believe the album was recorded live in a gymnasium. I thought it was like when he was taking them into the bathroom, recording drums over there into some, um, remember he was doing oh, all with sorts Peter, of- with Peter, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was doing yeah. all sorts of creative stuff to get the best sounds. Uh, Stephen Wood, I don't like Peter's drums at the end of Making Love. It loses its swing. That's my only criticism wow. uh i i think this thing is and you mentioned brad's comment about the being too thin 
rock and roll over definitely got a lot more positive comments than negative. And yep. then we go to the iconic debut album is number two. Yep. Uh, Tom, you added two. I added two to uh, Sonny at four Steve at number one. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll kick off this one. So the debut album, what can you say about it? Um, I know a lot of people love kiss alive. The first one. Um, I'm not going to get into where I place that in the ranking of the live albums. Um, I love, I like it. I'm not, I don't love it. I like it, but the, the studio versions of these songs. Um, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I love the studio version of firehouse. I love that it's slowed down and has a real kind of, it just has like a vibe to it. And then it's just every other song is like, it's like a greatest hits album, you know, um, deuce, you know, I, I, I just, it's one of the greatest songs ever made. It's probably my top three. I don't even know what my rankings are. I think I might've had second <laughs> or third. Um, I, I love this album. Um, Kissing time is the only kind of dud for me. I even like love theme from kiss. I like the music. I like, I, li- I like instrumentals personally. Um, let me know is a fun song. Hundred thousand years, not a favorite of mine. But um, what can you say? I I love this album, Black Diamond. I mean, come on, it's amazing. Sonny, you're making faces about this album. This album only has two problems. Like eight of the songs, when I ranked them, are in the top half, with some of them being in the top twenty. And then you got Love Theme and Kissing Time. You take those two songs off. (laughs) <laughs> this is probably the top album for me. Yeah, so Kiss has a Kiss has a knack for throwing in stuff to yeah, to make albums yeah. not perfect tens. Yeah, stupid shit like Great Expectations or yep. Then She Kissed Me or yep. you know exactly. All of Carnival or whatever. But oh, anyway, um, that too. <laughs> um, that's really it. I'm the opposite uh, on most of these songs. I would rather hear them on a live. I okay. like them a little faster. Um, okay. Yep. I heard the live versions first. So yep. then going back to the studio, I'm like, why is everything so slow? Yeah. Right. Fire, and, Firehouse is really slow. Yeah. And now having the ability to play on Audacity a little bit, I can drop it on Audacity and speed it up, slow it down. And I'm like, oh, man, these songs sound a lot better, like about 15, 20% faster really? than what's on the recording. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So Steve. Yeah. Love this album. It, it ended up number one on mine. I, you know, and even for, 1974 the production on this album is really crisp and clear um especially when you compare it to hotter than hell mm-hmm. for sure but and and sonny was right it, it's pretty much a, a greatest hits and and i even like the deep tracks on here um as we'll see when we go through our our songs here hopefully we can get to that but um i i do like it and the only my only thing that i really don't like about this album is um love 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 the song firehouse but like the solo is cut. Even when they did it on the mic, they did it live on the Mike Douglas show. They did the extra part in the solo, but it's cut pretty much in half on the, on the studio version, but still a fantastic song. And um, I, I like it. Um, and I even like the, the, the murky ending of the, oh, yeah. the end part of, of uh, black diamond. I, I, I think that's cool. I think it was a cool way to end that album. Some people don't like it. They actually fucking hate it. But I, I think it's kind of cool. It kind of ends like on it. like a, like a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I like it. I like it too. I'll, I'll start where you are leaving off. I like it because me and Tom like it because of extreme close up. When they start talking about the band changing, like this isn't the band. Things are changing, and, and it shows the comic. 
I, I, from the opening Paul Stanley, New York accent, I know, like on Strutter, different versions of the songs. I can listen to them on live. I can listen to them on this. I love them all. I think for me, I, I mean, I, the two Peter songs, like duet kind of songs are what do it for me. I can't say enough about Peter screeching and nothing to lose and black diamond. Those are just, I, for me off the charts, favorite kiss songs and favorite songs of all time. Um, Cold gin. I, you know what? It's taken a beating for me because of, um, fatigue, unfortunately fatigue factor, but it's still a great song. Firehouse. I have a special place for that. Uh, the live version really gets me. Let me know what a great deep cut. A uh, yep. hundred thousand years. Eh, it's still a good song. Love theme. I don't like kissing time. I like, um, yeah. I like that. It has three different kiss singers on it. Right. I, I really like that part. And, and, yeah. and Zeus, there's, there's no other kiss album that Peter sings on four songs. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, you're right. And that's probably why I like this album so much. And this is Peter rocking Peter. And they're handing him, hey, let's use Peter's voice to do this rather Mm -hmm. than his judgment and say, you know, I'm going to to love you on this album. You know, I I think this is just, you know, it's how many of these songs are still played live? This is iconic. And And Black Diamond in and of itself makes this like... And it's funny too. I think the I I think we always say fatigue factor for Cold Gin. All these songs are played as much as Cold Gin, but I think the problem is Cold Gin is not that good of a song. I think yeah, there's fatigue factor. But how many times have we heard Deuce and Strutter and Firehouse and Black Diamond? Those songs are light years ahead of Cold Gin because they're better written songs. You know um, what I mean? You know, it what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't- <laughs> The problem I have with Cold Gin, it's Ace's song, and Gene sings it, and Gene yeah. is not a drinker. Right. So I, I, I you know, this is kind of feeling. Yeah, he can't yeah, sell it. Yeah, and you know, and again, but the thing about Cold Gin, and I talk about it when we talked about the debut album, that riff has been stolen a million times. Oh, yeah, I, it's so, Van, yeah. Eddie Van Halen took it from to put it onto that uh, fifty-one fifty album, uh, Best of Both Worlds. Then he did yep. it on. Black and black and blue on the next album, and a million other people have taken that riff. I, I it's just that the song itself, Gene, I think singing it brings it down. If Ace sang it, I thought I think it would have been a whole different thing. I, think I agree. Yeah, they may have broken up earlier because Ace may have got a bigger head if yeah. he started off with a you know with a hit back then. But you know, it's the debut album. Yeah. Get rid of the awful makeup on Peter. In jeans, eh, makeup, and that covers a little better. I, I think it would be perfect album. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, a cu- couple of comments before we get to number one. Uh, Jack says Black Diamond, the most perfect fit for this album. Uh, Black Diamond, 100,000 years of the best. Brad says production and tempo of most of the songs on the album drag it down. If I want to hear any of these, I put on a live. Rob Kelleher says the Firehouse solo was the best. Um, Jeremy says the debut is so special. It is the best kiss album. I don't think so, but it's definitely the most special. Um, Grayson. Yep. Kissing time was put on there by the label. I think early pressings of that album didn't even have it. I think it was added after for publicity and for that contest. Um, 
Steve Wood says Sonny would have liked Carnival of Souls if Scott Weiland was singing on it. Maybe. Okay. okay. Uh, this comment, I'm. Uh, where are we? That comment, I'm skipping because I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, what if we never heard Peter's great screaming voice until the third or fourth album? Would he have stood out? I don't know. Uh, let's see. As a drummer, I would rather play Cold Gin than Strutter. Okay. Uh, as a guitarist, Strutter is loads of fun to sing and play. Um, Murph says, great album, his personal favorite. So everybody loves the debut. So yeah. which brings us to the number one album, which is Dressed to Kill. Zeus, what's everybody's rankings on this before we break it down a little bit? Yeah. So it's funny. Dressed to Kill, um, I had uh, as my number four. And remember when we talked about this, Tom, yep. I was like, I had Paul Stanley ahead of this. I'm like, I just like it better. And then when we did it by song rankings, it got blown away. <laughs> and yep. Dressed to Kill was higher than most anything. You had it number one by far. The best ranked album by any of us. For any one album was Tom's ranking of Dress to Kill. Uh, Sonny had it number three, and Steve had it number four. It was our best ranked album, 35.2. The next closest, 36.5. That's a big drop. So it was number yep. one by a, a, quite a bit. Yep. Who wants to kick off this one? Sonny, you want to talk about Dress to Kill first? Yeah, I uh, I enjoy it. There's some fatigue factor with Rock and Roll Night. Right. And anything for my baby. I don't hate the song, but most likely it's the worst song on this uh, album. Um, I've got a couple that hit my, well, I know one at least hit my top 20. There might have been a second that hit the top 20. Uh, overall, it's a great album. It's just a little bit of fatigue on rock and roll night, and anything for my baby is not incredible. Okay, so for me, Dress to Kill, I had it number one. So I love the, here's the thing. It's I know it's not the most rockin' album. It's not raw, like Rock and Roll Over or, or Love Gun. Um, but I like the fact that it's like a punchy, snappy kind of record. All the songs have a lot of energy to them for the most part. Um, and I do like that production. I know it's not a full hard rock album. Um, it's got probably my favorite song or what's tied for my favorite song, which is Come On and Love Me. Um, then it's got Rock Bottom, She, uh, Love Her All I Can, which might be the greatest deep cut in the history of the Kiss catalog up there with Mr. Speed in terms of deep cuts. Um, my all-time favorite version of Rock and Roll Over is this version. It's the greatest version of the song. It's better than the live version. Rock and it's Roll than, I'm sorry, Rock and Roll All Night. Rock and Roll All Night. Um, okay, yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute. What, we, we go back to albums still? I'm sorry. Rock and Roll All Night. It's my, my, fa my favorite version of, the, of it is on here. Um, you know, Gene stands out, you know, Peter's song getaway is another hidden gem that nobody talks about when you're talking about Peter's catalog. Um, just a, an unskippable album for me, top to bottom. Yes. Obviously some songs are better than others. Um, even anything for my baby, the chorus is a little shitty, but when Paul kicks into the verses, um, it, it's amazing. I, I just love this album. I listen to it frequently and it just, something just never gets, ne never gets old for me. That's uh, that's my my big love for Dress to Kill, Steve. Uh oh, you're on mute again. Okay, yeah, I had to mute there. There you go. Uh, checking on my little friend down here. Um, I mean, the, I mean, the, I mean the cat. I mean the cat. I mean the cat. I mean, glad you call him yeah. little friend. Yeah, Sonny, you're definitely Sonny. You're clipping that one. Actually, oh, you know yeah. what you need to do. 
Sonny, you need to clip both and put them together. You need to say, I don't like making love. I need to check on my little friend down here. <laughs> That's put right. them together. <laughs> All right. Fuck y'all, by the way. <laughs> no, I was just making sure my, my cats haven't. Not, we have some issues here. So oh, I'm sorry. Uh, as, as far as Just to Kill goes, I, I had that rank fourth because there's a couple of songs on there. Oh, my God. That are absolutely fucking terrible. What? Um, I was like, terrible. Not, and and when we and we get into the songs, I and, and it's funny because my my wife factors into a couple of the the songs on here. Uh-oh. And when a couple of these songs come on here, she goes like, "What the what what the fuck is this?" I'm like, oh. "I told her the name of the song." She goes, "That's terrible." And then the other song came on. She's like, "This one's worse than the last one." I'm like, "Yeah." It is. So, so you've been to the, so you've um, been to the market and the meat show looks good? Yes, as a matter of fact. Um we did take a trip to the market today. Um, oh Jesus Christ but, almighty. Um, Edit that out. That's the only thing that dropped dropped this album down for me was was those two songs. And okay. other right. than that, solid. Totally solid. Zeus. Dress to um, kill. Dress to kill. A lot of eh, okay songs. Uh, anything for my baby is eh, such a it's a bad song it what? is what's the is. matter with people right now come on and love me is just an f- unbelievable good song i like two-timer room service good deep cuts yep rock bottom she classics obviously rock and roll all night and i like that i can skip it and go back and forth between the live version and the studio version Yep. Uh, you know, they're two uh, to me that almost two di- there are two different songs. Love her all I can, I like. I think it's um it, there's one thing about hearing this album, I think when you hear this album, you hear it one way. I, it was when I went when we were doing the album review and I went for a walk and put the album on, headphones on and yeah. can you hear this cleanly? Yes. You're like you pick up shit on it, the musicianship on this is phenomenal. Gene they is amazing. Gene's bass is amazing on this. And another thing that there's a lot of acoustic underlaying on this album and a lot of these songs. I think the drumming on this yep. is actually very right. good. Yeah. And with, with Neil know, Bogart at the helm on this album, like it's good. Yeah. I, yeah. I love the I love the the on some of the songs you have that underlaying acoustic guitar on some yeah, of the songs. Just, yeah. That yeah. Fucking great. Yep. Yeah. To save money, Neil Bogart did it. And yeah. uh, he did a fantastic job. He, he I thought a good he job. Out a lot of good parts in the band. And, you know, it, it just, the breakdown on, on Lover All I Can is just so underrated. There's just a lot of great stuff on it. It's definitely top five. Yeah. Just not, for me, not even close compared to the other ones at top, th- top one or two. It's a very cleanly produced yeah. album. It's not, you know, it's not. It's they, 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 they looked at harder than hell, and they did the literal exact opposite of that. But, uh, but no, but that's Steve. Go ahead. You got something to add? Hey, no, there was a great comment here. Um, oh, from okay. Bill, from Bill Sharp. What if Rock and Roll Night had never been written? What would be their anthem? Shout they it probably, out, maybe. They, they say probably will say up to then. Say up to then. What, what, what would you guys think that would be? Probably, up till pro- then, probably, probably you Deuce. Don't have an anthem? Probably Deuce, but that's not even an anthem song. There's no anthem that there's a chorus that you stop in the middle and start right. doing the Paul Stanley sing the chorus. Right, but, chorus, what, chorus, but chorus. It, I, I think it's a great question. Though. Like, what if they did not do that? Like, 
what would they have released as a single and maybe put that that was out there? Come on and love me. Would that would that have translated yeah, as good live as a single? Yeah, no. You know what no. I mean? I, I don't. I don't think so. Great question. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole separate story. That's a whole yeah. separate story. Um, yeah, yeah so just J- caught my eye. I didn't mean oh, to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Jay says this is the album where Ace first recorded acoustic guitar to make the album sound full. Yeah, that's I love that because if you, especially if you put on headphones, you can hear a mm-hmm. lot of that oh, yeah. acoustic under it. And yep. it's, it makes a lot of these sounds, so, these songs yep. sound so cool. So fills, cool. It, fills it up great. Jay says the anthem would have been Cold Gin. Jack Broad says, Let me go rock and roll would have been the anthem. I don't know. I, I, maybe let me go rock and roll, even though I don't like that song. But um, call. so yeah. it's not because the there's no chorus to it. Like it's right. not going to stop right. and the, the the crowd sing. Let me right. go. That's you more know, like that's, a, like a Chuck Berry type song. Yeah, let me go but, rock and roll. That's why I think it would be and Deuce because like, you because you, you have to go by the chorus. I think because in Deuce everybody could be screaming. You know your man is working hard, and you can and every the whole crowd can just say. She's worth a deuce. Like you, I mean, it's not an yeah. anthem now. It's not an anthem now. But if you had to be, if you had to, if you had to make an anthem, maybe that could be it. But we're we're digressing here because we're already they just wheel- right read my body earlier. We're good. Yeah, I oh, pledge Jesus. allegiance to the state of rock and roll. Maybe, maybe. But so speaking of that, so we're, we're, yeah, we're going here for a while. So where do yeah, we? Where, let's go, let's where do we- go to um, song. So we're we're not going to do the one hundred and six song breakdown. Oh God, no! So, well, let's hit the bottom twenty. Okay. And if you look at the list that Sonny gave us, we're going to rank the top twenty worst songs, and we're going to start at the twentieth. So, number one would be the worst song. The number twentieth song, starting at this place uh, of the hundred and six songs, um, is "Read My Body." Oh boy! And yeah. And so that's the best of the worst. That is number 20th. Yeah, that's yeah, the 20th yeah, worst. It's not the yeah. worst. Read okay. my body. I believe Tom had it ranked 78. I had it 85. Um, Sonny had it 75. Steve had it at 79. So it came in at a rank of 79.25. Interesting. We're all right around the same there. Okay. And there isn't many of those. That's I, can see I, can, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> not a whole lot. <laughs> Yeah, we all think it's cheesy, right? I mean, is that where we're going with this? It's it it's it's bad. It's, Are it's the letters bad, big enough? It's a bad attempt. Zeus, you said it perfectly. I can't remember what song you compared it to. It's a bad attempt at being like kitschy, but he's done it better in other albums. And this is a yeah, bad is the thin at. line between I think um, let's, let's put, put the X in yes. yep. and then. Going off to read my body. Yeah, that's that was your comparison because let's let's put the X in sex. It's not it's a great clever. And it's, it's 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 clever and it's a fun song. Read my body is just ridiculous. It's like a parody. Yeah, yeah. So okay, go ahead. Any other comments on read my body, any gentlemen? No. Okay, number no. nineteen worst song that we listed. Lonely is the hunter. No. Tom had it ninety two. I had it sixty seven. Sonny had it sixty eight. Steve had it ninety two. Oh, that's so me funny. And I had- didn't have it as bad, and Steve and Tom had it as bad. Wow, that's it, fun. That's it, it would have been lower if I knew I was going to fucking wipe out to it today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like the groove on it. I don't think it's that bad. It's okay. It's okay. all right. Okay, yeah. what do we go from all there? Right. Okay, all right. So the next song, technically ranked 
is 18th. And that is see you in your dreams. Rock and roll over version. Tom had it 71. I had it 97. Sonny had it 66. Steve had it 87. So me and Sonny like it a little bit more. I don't think it's that bad. It's not great. I don't think it's as bad as you guys think it is because you have it really badly ranked. But okay. This is the, this is the Gene Simmons one, right? No, this oh. is the rock and roll over version. Oh, rock and roll over. Yeah, I had that 86. Okay. Um, not good. Okay. They're both about the same, but I'll take that over street. Give it and take it the way. Hey, no hey. way. Oh, dude, the street. Give oh. it that chorus is oh. off. Oh, chorus. Sonny, what does the red ta- red bars mean? Red bars mean we all had them under uh, in the top 20. Those are okay. the only ones we all agreed on. As the worst yeah. 20. At the yeah. bottom 20. Okay. Yeah. So the next worst song, number 17. <laughs> you wanted the best cycle circus. Tom had it at 100. I had it at 59. Holy shit. Sonny had it at 103. Steve had it at 59. That you got. Uh, there's a reason why me and Sonny apparently agree on a lot more. Th- that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that song is painful. I, I like the th- people singing it. The v- diff- more okay. in it and stuff. I, I think oh. it's it, I, it's okay. I can oh. deal with that stuff. It's not okay. your place. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I can't believe this is next. I can't Number believe this 15, either. Journey of a thousand years. Tom had it 98. I had it at number 38. That is you're fired. That's a fireable <laughs> offense. I love that song. What the Steve crack had it 92? Steve had it 95. <laughs> 38. I love how we build. It was in the top 50. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh, that is brutal, dude. Wow. Top okay. Talking about. You're going to rehab on Monday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to go through any comments? I just did five, Tom. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Wor- worst song without a doubt. Uh, well, let's see. Read My Body could easily be number one with My Way. See, Jack Broad hates My Way. We haven't done Crazy Nights yet, but I love My, my Way. way. Boomerang has to be last. Worst song without a doubt is When You Wish Upon a Star. Lonely is the Hunter sounds like a 38 special song. Oh, that's an interesting one. Okay. Which one? What song? Lonely is the Hunter. See You in Your Dreams is saved by a great ace solo. That is true, Brent. There is a good ace solo in there. Um, Lonely is a Hunter and See You in Your Dreams should not be on this list, according to Jack Broad. Okay. Uh, well, they're on the album. They need to be on the list. Well, he, no, he's saying they shouldn't be in the bottom 20. Oh, the bottom 20? Bottom oh. 20. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, Zeus. Uh, where are we? Uh, one other comment. Did you get Jay's comment? Uh, yeah, about thirty-eight special song. Yeah, yeah. What do you, yep. what do you think of that? Um, I understand what he's saying. It's got like that little groove, that vibe to it. But I think so. I don't I, know. I, I like I, I like thirty-eight special. I don't know if I hear it as much. Yeah, I that's what play. I. That's why I was asking you. Probably have to listen to it again like that. But all right, rockish number fifteen. Yep. True confessions. Gene Simmons. From no, Kiss. Thank you. <laughs> um, number 90 for Tom. 69 for me. Wow. 94 for Sonny. 81 for Steve. Yeah. Um, comments? It's just not a great song. I mean, it's... it's. it's I like the Nell Carter version and the... True, true confessions. confessions. 
Oh, yeah, it's, it's, just, great. it's just it's just oh, not good. Bunch of glasses Anyways, number fourteen, somewhere between heaven and hell. Tom had it seventy-five. I had it eighty-one. Sonny had it ninety-six. Steve had it eighty-four. I like. I don't know how you guys. Song. I don't know how you guys listen to this song. I have to skip it every time. I, I like the. I actually like the I verse. Eighty-four. I like it. I like the vibe to it. Yeah, it's but, not bad. Yeah, it's it, not if great. I had, if I had to skip a song in Hot in the Shade, that would be one of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now we're at number 13, While the City Sleeps. Tom had it 82. Steve had it, ni- I mean, I had it 93. Sonny at 90. And Steve had it 72. This song is horrible. I don't think it's that bad. It's it's it. I don't think I I, I it, it's 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 got a different groove to it, so I don't mind listening to it. It it was a little higher in my ranks because I like the solo part, and it. it's real like Mark St. John totally rips it up on that solo. Okay, I'm doing a Tommy. I didn't want to get to that part. I couldn't. Yeah, I, I believe you. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, Tunnel <laughs> of Love didn't get that far. Twelve. Gene Simmons, eighty four for Tom, seventy five for me, eighty four for Sonny. 98 for Steve. I like that little solo that builds up in the middle of that. And it just builds. I like that. Nope. It's like the Willy Wonka movie when they're going through the, the fucking tunnel. I'm in real pain here. Number 11. Always near you, nowhere to hide. Dude, that song is so fucking bad. <laughs> Zeus, have you heard this song? Let's go. Let's go to the rankings. Hold on, dude. Tom has his ninety nine. I'm gonna skip me. Sonny has it one hundred four. Steve has it one hundred two. I have it at thirty seven. Oh my how? god! Come how? On. how? Oh, dude, Lord. I had to check the number three times. I thought it was like a fat finger. <laughs> how? Have you listened to the last like forty five seconds of that song? Oh, I love it. it. It's building, it's building, it's building. And then I like so bad. I like the friggin' uh what do you call it when he gets his nuts cut off at the end? It is how much much you build a pile of shit. It's still a pile of shit. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. It's it's still it's still dookie. I almost feel like doing because I think all these songs are gene songs in a row here. Holy shit, there's like four or five in a row here. Um, the next song, number 10, We Are One off a Cycle Circus. 104 for Tommy. Yep. 77 for me. 61 for Sonny. What? What? How? God. 103 for Steve. How? That is this so. Is, this is the closest I can get. For Gene going for Beatles and is tolerable. That's that's oh why I it is it that so way. bad, so God. bad. No, it's not, I don't think so. And you listen to it on the vault; it's not that bad either. That okay, is way too kumbaya for a fucking kiss song. It's just it, it's it's embarrassed. It's a it's a parody. I, I keep saying that, but it's Terrible. a fucking parody. It right, would have been easy for for it to go from sixty one to one hundred one. You just top ten. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to some comments here. I'm gonna go to oh. the top ten. All right. Uh, let's see. Comments. Uh, let's see. Jack Broad, I'm calling it. Hold me, touch me. Top five. You might be right. Um, 
Jay Scott says, Zeus, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Jack Jack says, first part of Always Near You is great. The end is shit. That is absolutely true. Um, Jack says, we are one is like if the Beatles sucked ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jack. That's true, man. That song is painful. All right. Keep going. All right. So number nine, the first that had all of us have it as one of the worst 20 songs. That is Dreamin'. Horrible. Tom had it 89. I had it 91. Steve, uh, Sonny had it 89. Steve had it at 90. We all had it between 89 and 91. Not good. Just not good. It's just trash. I can't even listen to it. I, I just, I, it, none, nothing is good about that song. Nothing. Yeah. It, it's just a dud. So complete done. Number eight, betrayed. Tom is the only one didn't have it in the top 20. I had this ranked highest out of the four of us. 80. I had his 96. Sonny had it 88. Steve had it as a hundred. I had it ranked 80th, and this song blows. I don't know how I had it at 80. (laughs) Total stinker. The worst song in Hot in the Shade. That would be no would be that would go. Yeah, Did, you think this is the worst song on Hot in the Shade? No. Oh, by far, by wow. far, not the worst. By far, I'm just wow. looking. Wow, she contributed. Holy fuck! Almost the whole bottom twenty. <laughs> From read to my after you get to read my body so far underneath. Lonely's on to senior dreams. He's part of you. Wanted the best journey of a thousand years. True confession. Somewhere between heaven and hell. While the city sleeps. Tunnel love. Always near you. We are one. Skip dreaming. Betrayed is him, and then the Gene. next song, Murder. They're all it's all Gene out of the 20 songs. I think he's got like 16 of them. <laughs> Murder and high yields. I know Tom. All three of us had in the top 20. Tom, you had it 94. I had his 92. Sonny 101. And Steve had his 85. Not in the worst top 20. See, that is crazy. I don't understand that because. You seem to hate this song way more than me, but I have it ranked lower. So I don't understand that. Uh, I don't know. I just think I, I don't know. I told you why I told you that. I think it's kind of funny. The whole murder. So I always like this song. Say that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Better than while the city sleeps. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. I had while the city sleep is 93, Tom. This is 92. Okay. The next song, another Gene Simmons classic. Number six, Mr. Make-Believe. All four of us had it in the worst 20 songs. You had it 91. <laughs> I had it 95. Sonny, 91. Steve at 97. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because this song is so fucking awful. <laughs> like, it's, like this, is, this is entertaining for me because I love Kiss. But we say this all the time. Shitting on Kiss is just as fun. And these songs are just so bad. Um, you know what I like about this is like, can no. you imagine if Kiss heard this? Let's hear some of our biggest fans, what they think of our music. They're going to talk about their greatest favorite songs. What the fuck is this? You know what would happen? Fucking Gene Simmons would be banging on my door. Fucking taking his vault back. Taking his vault back. <laughs> 
So Jack Pinocchio says you need a top 20 jeans worst songs. That's pretty much what we're doing <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> it, it's live right now. You're hearing it's it right now. You're watching it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. The last are the last five songs. So you want any other comments you want to get to before we get to the top five worst so, songs? So these are the top five. Okay. Any comments you want to get to before I get to those? Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Betrayed is worse than read my body. Put the mushrooms down, yes. guys. They're both not good. Uh, murder in high heel sounds like a murder mystery show. <laughs> uh, he was going for that fucking uh, murder. Murder Gene wrote. Murph said, I went from sober to drunk to sober. Then I ran a 5K all in the amount of time that you've been doing this live stream. <laughs> all right. Go to, go to bed, Murph. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number five. No, oh boy. The Kiss Classic. <laughs> I finally found my way to you. Oh. Three of the four had it as the worst 20 songs. One of us did not. Who do you think didn't? You. Yeah. Two of us had it second worst. Yeah. Tom had it 105 as the second worst. I had it as 74. Oh, how? Honey had it as 105 because I like anything Peter sings. Oh. I like his voice. And then Steve had it as 101. You know what happened here. They wrote the song, go, oh, man, this is shit. Hey, Peter. Peter. You busy? Sonny, <laughs> we said that before for real. I don't think that's a joke. <laughs> no, like that. It was like, hey, we, we got to have him sing one song. Here, here you go. It. Yeah. Like the fucking like Mikey eating the cereal. Let's have Peter sing it. Yeah, like, yeah. You want me to fucking sing this fucking song, fucko? Give him some pop like, rocks and some Pepsi. Yeah, it's just like poor Peter always gets the fucking B sides of all the singles. <laughs> How did, What does he always get, Tom? You get the fucking B sides. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Putting fucking hooligan on the backside. Although he did, he did he, he, he did win having Beth on the B side because they flipped it and turned him into a fucking exactly. Star. And then they're like, "What the fuck? All right. Why are we gonna put that on the B side?" Yeah. All right, number four. All four of us had it had this in the worst twenty songs. Love theme from Kiss. 93 for Tom, 102 for me, 100 for Sonny, 96 for Steve. Yeah, it's funny because I don't even mind it. I find it entertaining. And when you watch that live video from Kissology when they're doing Acrobat, when they play it and then it kicks into that, you know, much too young stuff, that's kind of cool. But there's there's no reason for this to be on the on the on the album. On the B side. It, it's just a throwaway song. Yeah, it is. It's just like it's porno music. It's it's, it's it's kiss porn music, which isn't a bad thing. You know what we should do? We should probably stop playing this in the background while we're reading the Adam and Eve ads during our recordings. The porn uh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. There you There's go. no need for it. It's just, you know, it's just no need for right. it. It's right. Bad, but it's not like it just kills the mood of the, the, the album. Yeah, right. no, I know. I can't believe this song is the third worst, and one of us didn't have this as one of the worst songs. And it's you. 20. No, no, it's, it's Sunny. Holy shit, Sunny. Hold oh. me, touch me, think of me when we're apart. Tom, 101, me, I had this as the second worst song at 105. <laughs> Steve had it as the worst Kiss song from these 10 albums at Ever. 106. And if, if- Steve and, and Sonny had it as 81. How? If we ever continue this, we do the next next one of this, yeah. when you do the next 10 albums, that yeah. will still be 
the last song. <laughs> so I don't give a, what the fuck comes after that? That will still be the last. Let's song. hear Sonny. Let's hear from Sonny. I would rather hear this than Tunnel of Love or She's no. So European or no, no, Living no, in Sin. No. no. Because to me, it's a great song. It's on Paul's solo album. It's a great song. Dude, it works and it puts you in a mood. And I'm telling you, have your significant other in the bed and play Snow Blind and then play Hold Me, Touch Me and see what happens. Not You're not Sonny. <laughs> okay. Sonny it's, Sonny, Sonny, it's not all about getting laid. Yes, okay? it is. Okay. Well, it is. It is. It is all about getting laid, absolutely. But that song is, is uh no. Sorry. All right. Jack said okay. he called pure shit. That's what he said. Okay, let's you, go. You know your Last shit, Jack. Two songs. This, this is, is the second worst kiss song from these ten albums. This was Boomerang. Yep. Tom has it 102. I had it 103. Uh, Sonny 102. And Steve had it 89. That's oh, barely made it oh, in your top. Wow. That's crazy. 89. Wow. I mean, I know look you're at, a hot in the shade I, fan. Look at the look at the songs that are like below that. Name name a song that are the ones that are below that that have more of a kick-ass solo than that song. I'll None give you. I, I see what you're saying. I know you're comparing it musically, and that's that's fair. That's what you yep. should be doing. I get. I get you. I get you. I'm alive. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh boy, this All is right. like a no. celebrity death match yes. here now over no. shitty that's, songs. No, yes. that's '93. These two guys, you're fighting over "I'm Alive" and "Boomerang." I texted you. Like, you before. I said my list is <laughs> fucking gospel. <laughs> two of the fucking most horrible songs. You're getting into an argument. All over. right, and the worst. Kiss song from these 10 albums. No surprise. When You Wish Upon a Star. And, it, and, and I had I th- it as the worst Kiss song. I had it as the third worst Kiss song. Sonny had it as the worst Kiss song. And Steve had it as his second worst Kiss song. So it wasn't even close. It, aver- no. and it had an, and had an average score of 105.25. Yeah. I mean- of, of 106 songs. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and look, I know some people are going to say it's not fair. A, it's a solo album. B, it was a special song. Fine. So Boomerang can be the worst song. But When You Wish Upon a Star, is just, it's garbage. It's just, it, it's just more, it's, I understand their solo albums. They're trying to branch off and feed into their ego. And that's that's all he did. It's just very indul- self-indulgent. But yeah, so let's let's get to, as Paul would say, let's get to the good stuff. Tom, can you read the comments while I get it ready? Absolutely. Yep. So, no, uh, can you read the, yeah, the comments that we've had on the worst song so far. Yep. So, uh, let's see. You, uh, let's see. Jack says, I finally found my way to burn this song. Tony Smith says, I play this song when I'm in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Jack Panak, Jack says, I play love theme to get in the mood. Jack said, yeah, call this one's pure shit. Uh, Jay th- said, Sonny needs to be held, apparently. He says, "Put you." He says, "It puts you in a mood. What fucking mood?" <laughs> Whenever Sonny puts his glasses on and talks, he's just wrong. Oh, so Jack's been keeping track every time he puts oh, your glasses on. You're is wrong. That what it is okay. Hold me, touch me makes Boomerang sound like Detroit Rock City. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- I agree. I Boomerang, that's common. I love it. I that's, love it. That's Jack. One hundred percent correct. <laughs> Jack Brown, you are the man. Oh, that's the best song. Br- Brad, best Brad, 
Brad said boomerang, not one redeeming quality, not one. Wow. Solo rips right. it up in that. Gotta say, solo rips it up. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Not one. Jack made the banner. Wow. Right. First so one that makes it. So All let's right. go top 20. All right, guys. So you're ready to go over to the top 20. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Right. Zeus, yeah. listen. When, after we do what the, the, the average was, why don't we all read what our top 10s were? Fine. Or, or, whatever, whatever you want. Right. Well, I'm reading. Uh, okay, but I'm I'm I am saying where they are for everybody. We're doing the average, right? Oh, okay. oh I see. Right. yeah. He's reading. Yeah, he's reading them for individual too. Yeah, yeah. Roll. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to get the banner to scroll, but that's okay. Um, okay. So we're going to the top twenty songs off these ten albums. Yep. Um. So we're starting at number twenty. Okay. I cannot fucking believe I like the song. This this is in the top 20. I don't think any of our listeners are going to believe this either. Um, so number 20, Baby Driver coming in. Tom had it 32. Wow. I had it 22. Sonny had it 28. And Steve had it 26. Nobody had it as a top 20. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I know that's actually tied with the next song. So you have a tie for 20. Oh, yeah, that's right, Zeus. Baby Driver and Who Wants to Be Lonely are both tied. Oh, I didn't realize that. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. And Who Wants to Be Lonely. Yep. And the thing with Who Wants to Be Lonely is Tom had it as 40. What? I had it 33. Sonny had it as 11. Wow. Steve had it 24. So Sonny's. But let's be blunt, Sonny. Your eleven only made. That's the only reason it got in there. Yeah, that's right. Versus Baby Driver was pretty much average. Yep. Your eleven moved it up. But you know what? One of us is in love with that song. Good. You I know? love Baby Driver. I love Baby Driver. Baby Driver is awesome. Yep, absolutely. And love all it. right, Zeus. So this next song is number nineteen. Yep. And that is she from Dress to Kill, Tom. You had a 17. I had a 31. Um, Sonny at 43. Oh, God. Sonny hates this album. Steve has it as 14. So two I, of you had it in the top 20. I'm starting to think. I think Sonny hates Kiss. Now, now that I'm looking at this album. <laughs> Is he actually a Kiss fan? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I skew, I skew a lot of these rankings, especially this next one, Zeus. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Then we get into the next song, and that is number 18, Rock and Roll All Night, studio version. This is what, uh, well, I'll read it. Two of us have in the top 20. Tom had it as eight. I have it as 12. Sonny has his 54. Steve has his as 30. And uh, that's what brought it down, the Sonny one. Is that that like a fatigue factor, or are you just not a fan of the song? It's part fatigue and it's okay. part this this anthem that is God's gift to all songs is just really meh to me. Wow. Okay. I get it. It defines them. I'm glad it helped my band get wherever it's going. But there's better songs than this. I'm sorry. 
Okay. By the way, I just want to jump in. Spencer Perry has a fun little comment. He says, folks, let's take a moment to sit back and realize how great this band is and how awesome this community is. Right on, Spencer. Absolutely. Jump in in and enjoy. Even though Sonny is lost on this top 20, but that's okay. We're going to help him. Oh, good Lord. Take your glasses off. I think somebody's on. I think when you put your glasses on, then you don't know what you're talking about. There you go. All right. Good. Now I can't see Steve's shitty rankings. That's actually better. Thank you. Continue. What the fuck did I do? I got the banner up. Finally. All right. Number 17. Wait a minute. How is this true, Zeus? What? Go, go ahead. I, how do I have this ranked where it is, and then you have it ranked? There? That's insane. You love this album. Go I ahead. Um, two of us have in the top twenty. Wouldn't you like to know me? Wouldn't you like to know me? Steve, uh, Tom has his ten. Yes, I have his fifty-three. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I think it's fatigue. I, I listen to it a lot. Okay. Steve has his fifteen. Steve has his 21. And it's actually tied with the next song. They both, the next song in that, they got 24.75. Yeah, maybe I should look at that. Um, the next song is Strutter. Hell yeah. Two of us had it in the top 20. Two of us had it in the top 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Two of us had it out of the 40s. <laughs> you guys yeah. suck. You guys hate Kiss. Tom Fuck. has it at nine. Yep. I have it as 41, Sonny at 45, That's and Steve at four. Steve, Steve, me and you are the only Kiss fans on this show right now. <laughs> I'm beginning to think that that is absolutely true. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so those were, so those were, t- then the next two songs are tied as well, Zeus. Okay. The next two songs at number 15, Hide Your Heart. Tom had his 22. I have his 36. Sonny has his 19. Steve has his 18. So you two last two guys had it in the top 20. Okay. No argument there. It's high. Yeah, I, mean, I had least at 36, and that, that's because of fatigue. Yep. And I believe that's tied with the next song. Yep. And that is from the same album, Forever. Tom has his 25. I has it have it as eleven. Sonny has his seventeen. Steve has his forty-two. Just hang up on Steve right now. Yeah, you know, that's I, ridiculous. You know, and, and, and I forty-two, and you like I, I shade. I agree. And you know what? Forever was my fucking wedding song. My, oh, I sent a copy of this to Corey already. Don't no, no, me. She's like, you have that that law. I'm like. Well, there's a lot of other good songs, but like you know, like, I'm sorry. Well, baby, you wouldn't let me play "Burn, Bitch, Burn" as the wedding song. So, what was I supposed to do? Well, that was going to be number three. Anyway, your slice was going to be number two. Can we get but, to the next song and how Sunny sabotaged this one? Yeah, I, I go I, ahead. I say one thing though about "Forever." Oh yeah, go ahead. The drums on that are very underrated, and the video makes me like the song so much better. So. It's from and, and, video. And Bruce, solo is amazing. Bruce's, yeah, yep. Bruce's, Bruce's yep. solo is one of my favorites. Yeah, it just stands out. Jay All Scott right. just said, your wedding song is now going to be your divorce song. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, oh. you may not be wrong. Number 13. Fucking poony. Cold Gin. Ugh. Tom has his 41. I have it as 25. Sonny has his 8. How? Steve has his 20. 
So two of you guys have it. How can you have it at 41? That is ridiculous. Now who's not the Kiss fan? You have rock and roll all night in the 50s, and you're giving me shit about cold gin. Rocks. Cold gin rocks. No, it does not. It it absolutely does does the opposite of I I really hate to say that I agree with Sonny, but I do. Ah, Okay. That's fine. On this one. Okay. Well, maybe not only, but at this time. Keep going. All right. So um, the next song, number 12, three of us had in the top 20. Heaven's on Fire. Can't, Can't argue with that. Okay. Tom has his number 20. I have his 16. Sonny has his 30. Steve has his 19. So 30 is the lowest of the scores. Okay. And I like the song. It's just I like some of the other songs better. Okay. Yeah, it's fatigue. I get that. I, I'm not gonna fault anybody for that. I mean, you still had it, you still had it at uh, 30. Yeah. So okay. That's a pretty good ranking. Um oh, here, comes, ele- here comes Sonny Kiss hating Pooney with this ranking now. <laughs> What the gonna have a fight. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Number 11. Firehouse. Three of the four of us have it. Holy shit. In the top 20. Three of the four of us have it at the least. The least is uh, 12. Yep. Tom has his 12. I have his 10. Steve has his 10. In the middle. Is Sonny Pooney with a 52? What the fuck? <laughs> because it's Foghorn Leghorn singing Firehouse. I want the what? alive version. <laughs> Foghorn I Leghorns. I want I want it faster. Why is it fi- Foghorn Leghorn? Sonny, you it's need slow. to clip Sonny, you need to clip that. <laughs> I want it faster. Faster. And then you have to say, I don't like making love. And then yeah. you and then you have to put it together with Steven saying, I got my hand on my little one. Firehouse at 52. I think that might be the worst ranking of all these fucking I've seen tonight. That is pretty bad. Although the it's next song, just, although the, although whoa, the whoa, next whoa, 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 whoa. I'm Almost sorry. as bad as my, I think, Journey of a Thousand Years being at 37. I don't know. Now, this next song. Whoa, I whoa, don't do that, Tom. Who did that? That's, we have, we're down to the last 10. Can you just get to the comments, and then we'll go to the final 10? Yes. Uh, let's see. Strutter ranked in the 40s. Seriously? Uh, Strutter top five is right. Yep. He's so he's talking about a couple things here, a couple different people's opinions. Prefer any live version of Strutter to the plotting studio version. Disco Strutter. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I like I like Cold Gin, but I don't really need to hear it anymore. Spencer says, Tom, I'm with you on Cold Gin. Love it, but not a fave after years of listening over and over. Uh, Heavens on Fire needs a better guitar solo. Graham says, Firehouse at 52, Sunny Looney. <laughs> uh Stephen Wood, the groove is great on the slow version of Firehouse. Yes, I totally agree with that. I agree. But this next song, this is Sunny. Now, again, I like this next song. I actually love this next song. All right. Not number, as much as Pooney. Number 10. Out of nowhere, a deep cut makes the top 10. Yep. King of Hearts. Great yes. song. Great song. Okay. 24 for Tom. 47 for me, four for Sonny, seven for Steve. Wow. I'm surprised by your ranking because you love this song and you love Paul. I do. I I like that song. Yeah. Again, I know we sound like we're bashing them when we've been doing this. Some of stuff. They're all kiss songs. So, of course, we love all these songs, really. Uh, I'd rather listen to Boomerang than fucking. 
Keeper of the Seven Keys by Halloween. Oh, like, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. He's bashing. I would rather that as well. <laughs> but then you get my point. It's all relative, you know? Okay. Okay. Now, wait. Then, hold on. This is funny because I know Jack Broad absolutely hates Hot in the Shade. He says it all the time. He shits on me all the time. He says, King of Hearts on the top 10 is utter lunacy. You might be right, but this yeah. group of, but but this group of four here are Hot in the Shade fans and are King of Hearts fans. So that's why. If another group of four might not even have this in the top 50. Jack, I usually reserve this for us guys here, but I'm sad for you. <laughs> that's the new and, bumper sticker. And that's not the last <laughs> hot in the shade you're going to hear about. Oh, no, not at all. I don't nope. think so. All right. There's going to be worse. Pe- people are going to flip out when we get when we get to number eight. But go ahead. Number nine. Yeah. Two of us had in the top 20. I don't know how this ranking, how this was. But anyways, rock bottom. Tom yes. had it number seven. I had it at 30, Sonny at 26, Steven, Steve at 15. Yeah, one of my favorites off one of my favorite albums. Love it. Great yeah. song. Great song. Now, and this is the one. Now, if it's people really like a two and a half minute song, it is. I know. Now, if yeah. people flipped out about King of Hearts being number 10, people are really going to lose their shit when they hear this one. Why, at number this eight. Is the best song on the album. It is the best song number on the album. Eight. Three of us had it in the top 20. And that is You Love Me to Hate You. Off yes! Of yes. Let's, pit, let's, piss, let's piss off the crowd. Tom had it at 14. I had it at 9. Sonny yep. had it at 10. Steve had it at 36. See, that I can't believe. Because I you know. I, 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 I was surprised when I looked back to that. Steve, it's funny, Steve. If you had that ranked, if, if you had that ranked higher, this song would have been like in the top five, five. maybe. Yeah. It been top <laughs> five. Like, think of that. That's, that. that's insane. I know. People yeah, are. There's, there's, co- there's, there's a couple that I'm like, uh, I, I can't knock them down a little more, but <laughs> that song's fucking fantastic. Jack Broad just said in all caps, I'm going to throw myself out of the window. <laughs> let's get to the top. We will send we'll flowers. The top five. We'll read the comments after we get. Let's stop at the top five. We'll okay. Let's okay. keep going. <laughs> Number seven. I love it. Three of the four of us had in the top 20. One of yep. us had it in top five. That is from Rock and Roll Over, Colin Dr. Love. Yeah, I Tom had it at 19. Yep. I had it at 15, Sonny at 29, and Steve had it number three. Woo! Wow. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then, number six. Me and Sonny carried this one. Yep. Um, from Paul Stanley's solo album, Tonight You Belong to Me. Yes. Tom had it number six. I had it at 29. Sonny had it at five. Steve had it at 22. So me and Sonny dragged that baby all the way to number six. Oh, I yeah. like the song. I just, you know, there's so many other great songs. Okay, so, so we have the so last five to go. Why don't you take a look, Tom? So some comments. Okay. Uh, King of Hearts in the top 10 is utter lunacy. 10, I don't know. Top 25, maybe. Um, Spencer Perry, I love hits too, but no way good tune, but not top 10. Grim Richley says hits is an anagram for shit. <laughs> Jace, 
Jay Scott says rock bottom is in my top five all time. Uh, Tony Smith, the rock bottom intro is too long. People are like, okay, Spencer Perry, this is a hot take in the shade. Jack brought, I'm going to throw myself out the window. Um, Tony Smith says, you love me to hate you. That's more like it. Jay Scott, you love me to hate you. You're all on drugs. I hate that you love it. Um, Dr. Love fatigue for me. Um, tonight you belong to me. Jay Scott says no Paul Stanley solo song should be in the top 10. Now that's that, that yes, it should. The wrong ones in the top 10. It should be. It's all right, but that's another story. Well, you don't have to everybody. You don't have to worry because the top five are all studio albums. There's your teaser. So Zeus is going to go with the top five. Here we go. Okay. Number five. I cannot fucking believe this is in the top five. I love it. But Steven Sonny carried four. it. Three of four of you uh, put it in the top five. Um, room service from Dress to Kill. Yep. Tom had it 31. I had it at 21. I had it. No, I had it at 13. 13. I'm sorry. Yep. Tom had it 13. I had it at 21. Sonny had it at number fucking two. And Steve had it at number five. I love this song. Dude, having it at having dude. it at having it at two is insane. I'm feeling low. No place to go. Yeah. I'm thinking that I'm gonna scream. I, I do love this song. Top. What did I have it? I had it 12, 12, 13. I had it 13. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to argue because it's dressed to kill. Sonny, um, virtual high five, buddy. Okay. And probably the next number four has one of the worst ranking I've seen in this whole fucking night. And if I would per- like you to just hang up on him after you call Because him without this- him... It could have been number one. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been number one. Yep. Number four. It's number four with Steve's ranking. From Rock and Roll Over, Mr. Speed. Three of the four of us had it in the top five. Tom had it number five. I had it number two. Sonny had it number one. And some idiot had it 31. That would have easily cruised enough. That would have been number one by far if Steve, even if Steve had it like in the top 15 or top 20. Over. It would have moved rated. to the top two. Overrated. Wow. Now, now he's saying it's, overrated. It's a really good song. It's a really good song, but it's it's definitely not top five material. When I was typing all the stuff in, I got to this. I had to stop, go throw up, come back, and finish. <laughs> you know what you should? I was just. You know what you should have done? You should have like you should have just fixed the numbers. You I was thinking just, about you, it. You should have just fucked with the numbers. He wouldn't have known. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Absolutely. Yeah. Tom, do you want to before I get to number three? And you want to see? Did you see, right, you see my name right there? It's secretly cruel. All right, let's see. There so, um, Paul's solo album is the Kiss record for 1978. Okay, Jack Broad, shock that Room Service is this high. Good song though. Sonny, he could use a meal. <laughs> room service uh steve just likes that stewardess and that tight new dress um i do room service has a killer groove love the lyrics mr speed would be a single of a less famous band great song mr speed top five hell yeah jack says take me should be ranked higher than mr speed no it should never be that's wrong well, yes um good mr I speed agree. great song but only so highly ranked because of lack of fatigue. Well, that's an interesting theory. Lack of fatigue. Um, Jay says, when you rank Mr. Speed at number 31, you're basically saying that you hate puppies, babies, and you don't wash your hand after going number two. 
<laughs> oh, Mr. Speed has, a, yeah, Mr. Right. Speed has a killer groove. All right, let's go. Talk All right. The one thing I want to add about Mr. Speed is I like the box set demo better mm. than the original because I think Bob Kulik <laughs> fucking rips on that song yeah. on the demo. Listen to that version. It's a better version in my opinion. Okay. I want to, I want to hear somebody bitch about our top three. Okay. Top three. Here we go. Okay. And coming in at number three from the debut album, she dropped the deuce. Tom had it. Number two. I had it. Number eight. Sonny had it. Number three. And Steve had it at 11. Once again, Steve sabotaging the rankings. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? Zeus had it lower than me. I had it okay. eight. It's Deuce. What can you say about it? I had it eight, Steve. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Eight, nine, <laughs> ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eleventeen. <laughs> okay, I had a bad day. That's okay. Uh, fucking bike fell. Bike Number two. Had. <laughs> Num- number two, uh, Lonely the Hunter like wiped me out. Yeah, exactly, right? I was done. You were done. <laughs> All right, number two from Tom's favorite album, "Dressed to Kill," the Kiss classic. Come on and love me. Yes, Tom had his number one. Number one, baby. I had it number five. Sonny had number six, and bringing up the rear as usual. Mr. Steve had a number at, at nine. Steve, I'm starting to think now all of a sudden you're not the Kiss fan. Yeah. It was in the top 10. I know. I'm me? teasing. I'm teasing. So let's I'll bring it. I need more blood. Come on what? and love me is number two. Here we go. And then I don't know if I can do uh, the little drums here. Peter Chris drums. How's it go? <laughs> number one ranked kiss song from the 10 albums that we've reviewed off the debut album black diamond yep tom number three me number one sunny number 12 what the fuck and you fucking bitch about me he hates me he hates he hates and Peter Chris. Steve has it at number one. Yep. Um, That's Pooty yeah. hating Peter Chris. Black Diamond. To me, it's a no-brainer. That's the song that I say can you can play it anywhere. That's the song when someone tells you, ah, oh, Kiss, they're fucking horrible. Listen to this song. When ah, oh, Kiss is in classic rock. Listen to that song. Oh, Kiss and their musicianship. Listen to that song. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, I just, the, these three songs all could be interchangeable depending on what day and what mood, because all three of them are like one A, one B, one C. They're all just they're all perfect kiss songs. And there's a reason why they're in the top three. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, anybody else want to make a comment about Black Diamond? Sonny, tell us why you had. I mean, 12 is still high, but what what what? Well, how come it didn't get? In, you know, in your top five or ten, there's just some songs like "Tomorrow" and "I've Had Enough" and yep. "Who Wants to Be Lonely." I just listen to more, and okay. uh, it's it's the lover of fast kiss in me. If I was just going to go classic kiss, yeah, my guess is it ends up being higher. Okay, is it because of Peter's voice? 
You're not no, a fan of Peter? No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with Peter's voice. Just um like I I've had enough is a better song, in my opinion. Sorry. No, you no, know, you don't have for, to be sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Just, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it's just yeah. when I grew up, right? If I get yep. into rock in the late 70s, I'm probably a black diamond fan. But I, you're you're talking about mid-sixties and all the speedster guitar players were out there. I've had enough was right in my bang zone. No, it's the same thing when st- it's it's the same thing if, if if Love Gun was included in these rankings, Steve and I would have had like got love for sale at like number two. And yeah. you guys would have thought we were hot. Ninety-two, but never one for me. <laughs> right, like, never one. Right, but 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 there are certain songs that you just attach yourself to, and right. certain songs that you don't, and that's why Kiss is like the greatest band in the world because you can have Black Diamond ranked twelfth, but it's still the number one song amongst everybody else. Because right. we all have, and I'm not saying Steve does just a Kiss podcast, but three of us have strictly Kiss podcasts. Steve has, you know, is he talks huge, about Kiss all the time. Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we each have something different about the band we like. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, I like You're All That I Want. Out of nowhere, Sonny comes out and says, I like fucking Asylum's my favorite. Out of nowhere, you're sitting there saying, I love all the shit on Unmasked. And yeah. out of nowhere, this fucko puts Mr. Speed at 31. So <laughs> we're all different, but yep. we all love the band. And so you can come in at different eras, different members, different songs, different styles. You still love them. Yep. How many bands can say that? And we're all True. huge Kiss fans. It's True. not like, hey, I like this band, and so I like these two albums the most from this band, and yep. everything else isn't as good. Yep. You like this band, you could have any, you know, song, era, member, costume, album, whatever. Right. That's yep. the thing about Kiss. And that's I, why there's 5,652 podcasts on Kiss, and that's why we have all these people still watching and commenting. Yep. Right. And I think that's what makes Kiss like one of the most interesting bands out there that um, they have so many eras that's chopped up into the you know the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and then what's going on now. And and, and like Paul says, like I hate to say this, but like where the ele- where you get on the elevator. Like yeah. you know, you know, you got you, someone got it. Sonny got it in the eighties. I was in in the late seventies. You know, you you guys like you know when you guys got in there, it's just amazing that um, and, and that skews your view to what totally what you like in your songs and your albums. And and I just one thing I'm going to be interested in is I hope we could do this again when after you guys do ten more albums. Oh, absolutely. See. What I would like to do is actually do the next 10 albums you guys do, do this for that, and yep. then later oh, do everything. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that would be more interesting to do, uh, you know, like like show-wise to just see where everybody lands. And and I can't wait to see what you guys, you know, what albums you pick next. And, and I, I totally agree that you guys should stick with Tom and Zeus doing just the Album, album reviews yourself yep a lot of co- comments here what well said steve by the way well said a lot of people uh happy with black diamond people aren't gonna you know can't really argue with the top three all quintessential kiss cuts um you know uh let's see something Brent for everyone is uh love the diversity and the fun way we can give each other shit over our opinions Tom, go ahead zeus brent millhouse best peter vocals oh by far by far Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 
No, is he is he asking what we think is the best Peter vocals? No, I think he's I saying think I think he's Black Diamond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I can you do me a favor, uh, Sonny? Um, I just I just shut down the screen. Can you go up because someone said Shandy seventy nine. Where is Shandy for everybody? I'm curious. I'm the one who wrote it in. Shandy okay. was number seventy nine for us. Okay, but can you rate? Every, can you tell everybody's rankings from Shandy? Uh, Tom was at forty seven. Oh yeah. Uh, Zeus was at one hundred six. I Last. was at thirty six, <laughs> and Steve was at one hundred four. So we had two in the top forty ish. Zeus literally had a bottom. And Steve had it third to last. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. That is unbelievable. I love you, Zeus. Yes. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. Oh, my God. Wow. Three, hour, three hours and five minutes to get to the number one song. I love it. Woo. Yeah. That's why we do this on Friday nights, people. Yeah. And there was no drinking tonight, too. Not yet. Maybe you'll stop well, now. There wasn't. <laughs> Well, he <laughs> yeah. was drinking. I Did you know? I, 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 I was five deep when we fucking yeah. came out of the air. And then he started petting his little friend like at about seventy. Yeah, I, I, and now I, he's at ten. I, I apologize. Yeah, exactly. we, we do have a problem with our cat here. I've been never seen uh, the. the I'm sorry. Guy here. Sorry. The cat man. The cat man's having sorry. problems. Yeah. All right. Maybe if you send me over, I can fucking help him. Yeah. What the fuck? This is New York. <laughs> this is New York, fucko. Okay, um, give me his cell number. I'll text him. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we need. Um, guys, honestly, this was awesome. Thank you for Sonny for doing the second list. Steve for getting involved. My partner, Tom. Most importantly, I just want to say thank you to everybody watching. Oh, but before we do, um, can you guys uh, want to just say a quick shout out to yeah. you know, your, your podcast and say, uh, you know, where we can find you, what you guys got coming up on your shows? Steve. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, Growing Up Rock, we're in the middle of uh, the year 1990, so we got a couple more episodes coming out on that. And, uh, and then we're going to kind of get back to normal, do a mix of interviews and themed episode, et cetera. And then uh, Podcast Rock City, all KISS podcast. Uh, we just had quarantine on a few weeks ago. Um, nice. And, uh, you know, we're out usually every Monday on uh we're usually out every Sunday for Grown Up Rock and every Monday for Podcast Rock City. Steve. All right, cool. Yeah, Part of the Hell podcast, um, where we have a new episode every Friday. We This week's episode, which came out today, was uh, we had uh, Joey Casada on there. Oh, nice. You the music. I, I can't do it. It's the live cast. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, I'd be playing the Godfather uh, well, when you, when you when you put it up on the other thing, uh, uh, cue Joey's music. We Dude, just had I'm Joey on there. We did a great episode with him. Um, we just did a classic rock episode that'll be out next week. And, um, and actually it's, it's funny that Sonny and Steven are doing, uh, 1990. We are going to do a nineties month in September. We're doing, you know, live album songs. Um, and we, we're actually going to be doing a kiss in the nineties episode at the end of September. So, uh, you know, tune in, check us out. Um, if you're listening to Tom and Zeus here, you could, uh, if you listen to them here, you can listen to us there as well. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. And uh, yeah, we want to thank every all the listeners and all the interaction. This has been more fun than I imagined. I mean, three hours talking about Kiss, I'll be honest with you, it flew by. I can't believe I'm looking at the counter at the top. And I'm like, I can't believe this. You know, yeah. um, just a great time. And it was awesome the way we broke it down. So thank you, everybody. Um, and I want to give a, a quick shout out too to our friend Ed 
over at Click T Shop for putting that awesome banner together that we shared on our social media. That really cool graphic that he does for us. So we want to thank him and Click T Shop. Uh, we always talk about them. But uh, Sonny, Steve, f- viewers, commenters, Zeus, awesome time. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So I want to add on that just a little quick thing. Ed at Click T Shop always uh, uh, the type of guy he is is when we ask him to do this, he doesn't have. You know, he just does this out of the goodness of his heart. Always willing to do that. That's why all the podcasts, not just Kiss Podcasts, love him. Yep. And uh, that's why we ask all of you guys to support him. And it's not to support him because, ah, just do him a favor. It's because his shit is awesome. Yep. That is a great guy. He's a great guy and his stuff is great. So go to Click T-Shop, guys. Check him out. Um, They do. He does an awesome job. And I want to thank, you know, again, Sonny for all that you did for this too steve for jumping in i know you had some stuff that you're going on with your cat and stuff but you found your list done today so kudos to you my partner tom who's always uh just (laughs) the man that i like to make laugh and makes my weekends fucking the best and we will have an episode dropping in about an hour uh that's right i think you guys are gonna like something different that uh we're really proud of and uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. So That's my Saturday that morning listen. Yep. Yeah. Check that out. And just remember to find us uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm sure you guys have your programs. The same thing. Send us messages. Email shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And you always have our new Facebook group, Shout Out Loudcasters. And there's okay. links to all that stuff. Guys, thank you very much. Have a great night, everybody. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.